Welcome, guys, to Wrestling with Fetish. Uh, today is June 24th, 2016, and uh, you guys have been really enjoying the podcast, which we were not expecting. Um, but uh, today we have a really awesome kind of uh, setup because we have not only do we have the beautiful Andrea Rosu. Am I pronouncing that right? Yeah. Okay. Andrea Rosu, who is visiting us all the way from the, uh, the West Coast. And um, we have also on. Uh, on my left, the beautiful Sin Sage, who has returned since the last one she did, and Jacqueline Velvets, my co-host and cohort. Hello. And um, <clears throat> say hello, Sin. Hello, Sin. There you go. <laughs> so we are back, and um, we this is kind of a last-minute thing. I actually asked Andrea today, I think, if you would do it, and you were like, fuck you. So, <laughs> uh, so today we did a bunch of shoots, uh, and now so we have some wine open, and people are just kind of trying to relax. So this is a good way to kind of, uh, I, I think, de-stress a bit. Uh, and, and rant and rave, but um, uh, like we did with Sin and, and so many people before, um, <clears throat> people who do not know who you are, um, uh, or you know, because there might be one or two people out there who don't. Um, so, can you give us kind of like uh, a quick kind of, I guess, you know, some summary of, of the, the kind of modeling that you do, the kind of acting you do, and like uh, you can even do a little plug for your actual clip store and stuff before we get started into the meaty parts of the, co- of the podcast. Okay. Um... Um, I guess my focus is fetish, and the types of fetishes run the gamut. Um, I'm open to quite a variety, and I enjoy exploring many of them. Um, I, I don't know if I can... I have not, in fact, hit all of them up, but I feel like my my experience has been diverse. Mm. Um, my Clips for Sale store is clipsforsale.com forward slash 75279. Oh, she Actually, knows the, the number! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what time is she? Dude, no. <laughs> no, when Sin did it, she was like, it's, I don't know. <laughs> and she was like yelling, yelling at her lovely husband <laughs> to, yep. to look it up. It should be clipsforsale.com slash Sin Sage. Yeah, yeah right. it should be. Yeah, I wish. That would be great. Yeah, would they be don't good. let you personalize it. Yet, I know, yeah. no. Well, yeah. I've been to girls that had like blank blank dot com, and then it took to, took you to their clips for sale store. Yes, I actually That's do have. Um, oh, so if you go to yeah. www.andreaRosu.com, um, it will automatically forward you to your clips for sale. So, yeah. Okay. That's great. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, so I I found out about you through a couple of fans actually who sent oh, me cool. emails and they were like, have you heard of Andrea Rosu? And I'm like, at the time I didn't. So um, I think I looked up your clips for sale store and the first thing I noticed was like, your stuff looks very well shot and and of course very beautiful lady, uh, lass. And um, and but then again like I, you know, wasn't aware of like if you traveled or anything like that. But then I saw you at FetishCon last year. Mm-hmm. And I remember, I think I approached you and I was like, I, th- I think, are you Andrea? And you're like, yeah, weirdo. And I'm like, um, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, no, here's my beautiful did... fiance. <laughs> really? So knock your defenses down. <laughs> <laughs> she, you're, you're a ploy. <laughs> Dude, it works that way. Like, you literally yeah. will like be like, oh, it's one of those guys asking me, like, who the fuck is that hot chick? Oh, wait. Yeah. He's engaged Like, you're not to... just, like, a creepy guy who's like, I want to shoot you. Yeah. He's like, and look, I have a girlfriend, too. See, she produces also. Little Let's do see. they realize that I'm the creepy one yeah. in a relationship. Yeah, meanwhile, she's, like, go- goleming in the corner. Breathing heavily. Coloring, yes. <laughs> Stalking intensifies. But uh, we, we had a couple of quick words, and then I think I saw you again at the ballroom party. Uh, mm-hmm. You never really did you go to the pool at all or 
I did for briefly. I overbooked That's myself. That's what people do. Um, and it seems like I might have might be doing exactly the same this, this year, year, even though I was totally intent on not. Um, it happens to the best of us. Yeah, I'm tr- I'm trying to balance. It's clearly. Is this your second time going? It is my second time. Okay, so I swear, give yourself a couple of years of going to it, and then the more you go, the less you want to work. I just want to hang out and party. (laughs) Yeah. Because it really is this opportunity for all the producers you know, all the other models you know, and then maybe some fans that you know like you, and then and meet you in person. Like everybody's just there, like having a good time and hanging (laughs) out and being who they are, like no false pretenses. And it's yeah. it's a rare yeah. opportunity, and we get to do this once a year. We've actually, but it's, we've, yeah, it's go ahead. still nice to like actually turn a profit on the trip. And so, like the For sure. the last time I <laughs> went, well, the last the last time that I went, which was not last year but the year before, it was like the perfect mix. Like I had just enough money to profit, like above you know above what I paid to get there, mm-hmm. and do okay with that, and still plenty of time to to do the. Hanging yes. out in the family friends pool type shit, so it was a really perfect balance. Well, we kind of leveled up because we would go like on a Thursday and then stay till Sunday, and now we're going the Monday before, okay. shooting up until Thursday day, yeah. and then trying not to take any gigs. Although, and if we do, it's like one shoot. Yeah, it'll be like well, I've never shot with this girl before. I really this is the only place yeah. where it can happen. So let's do it. You know, let's do yeah, it. Yeah, you okay. find that balance. It might take me, it seems like it's at least going to take me over two years. Because <laughs> I don't think I mastered it this but time. But that's fine, you still have the... You, I, mean, I, mean, do, I think it's great. Lot, I'm like, I, I'm jealous. I wish I was overbooked. I'm the shit, so... <laughs> I'm not overbooked either. I haven't at I, all, yeah. actually. Um, See, but... I've already told like three or four models, like, I'm not sure if I'm even going to shoot. But if I do, I'll, I'll look you up. Because mm-hmm. I, I just, I think, I don't know, I have no idea. The last time we went, we met that one girl... I forgot her name. Really pretty girl. Walked up to her at the bar and, you know, hey, would you like to shoot? Yeah, sure. And, and that was it, pretty much, for that year. But, like, yeah. It's good to have a lot of work, too. Just give yourself, like, some time to just, like, okay, tonight I'm going to just fucking go to the pool, yeah. have some drinks, relax. But anyway, this more... This podcast brought to you by Fetish <laughs> <laughs> It's your second Thanksgiving, if you know what's good. So, uh... Uh, uh, the other thing that we usually do before we get into the nitty gritty is um, kind of a brief history of when you started uh, being into the fetish scene um, as a producer and as a model and what kind of triggered it, what caused it. <clears throat> so if you want to yeah. take that and run with it. I'm going to run. All right. Um, <laughs> so I started about six and a half, seven years ago maybe. And um, the impetus was actually... My interest in art, like I've been interested in art since I was very young, uh, and then when I got older, I realized it. My interest was very much portraiture, and then erotic portraiture, and you know, kind of delving into sexuality. So I appreciated the the imagery for years, mm-hmm. um, and as I kept on looking at this imagery, I noticed also that the, you know, the types of models found in this imagery or in, the, in these videos uh, are relatively diverse in appearance and body and age, and etc., comparative to editorial fashion stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was on a totally different trajectory, uh, academically and professionally, and then, but I just, I just kept on coming back to it. So when I moved to California, at that point in time I had graduated, I was no longer 
in you know my kind of professional path and I'm like I've got I got time to kill <laughs> so I literally googled how does one become a fetish model? Oh, oh wow. I know, that's, that's because I just had no idea. Did it take anyway, you, did was it, there a website that it took you to? Did it take like, you to? How to wiki how. I know, yeah. <laughs> it, it Step took, one. It took me to an interview oh. um, of an established fetish model. Do not ask me who it was, but I remember reading oh. the interview. And in the interview, um, within it, she talked about model mayhem. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what uh, is yeah, this yeah, model yeah, mayhem yeah. she speaks of? So I checked that out, I'm like, all right, I guess this is the way to go. So I threw some images up, and initially, really, my interest was, I didn't think of, um, like, moving video. Um, I initially thought of just still. Initially, it was just trade to kind of create... Just a portfolio. Yeah, oh, yeah, well, interesting art that might end up in a gallery, that might end up in mm-hmm. a book. My, um, so you truly, you, you had just purely artistic yeah. uh, motivation. I'm a classy bitch. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> I like paintings. <laughs> um, and I just, but then people, like, I, I forgot what I was first hired for. Probably, like, a bondage damsel in distress. I'm like, sure, fuck yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I started getting hired for this kind of stuff, and I was doing it part-time for the per- first two years, and I then would get flown into Chicago, and then you know, to LA. And like, At this point, you were getting paid, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, no, I was getting, I, you know, for this kind of stuff, I immediately uh, got paid. Yeah, and yeah. I'm like, this is a kind of a curious path. And I just kind of followed it. So you didn't do what, you didn't do what a lot of girls that I've talked to do, which is like, once they turned 18, they were like, uh, like I think people like, well, I know Sin and like Addie Juniper. I was old. When, when they got, oh, you're not old. Relatively <laughs> <laughs> speaking, I was old oh, when man. I started this. <laughs> No, because like I didn't start doing this stuff till I mean it doesn't matter I'm not a model, but like I, business wise, <laughs> I didn't start doing it till I was like in my late twenties, I think, or something like that, or, or whatever. Uh, the sleeper kid is just a name. People still think I'm a kid, but no, I'm I'm fucking old man. But um, <laughs> you're kind of a kid. Yeah, yeah. But um, <laughs> sleeper man, dad. Sleeper man. <laughs> I'm a sleeper man. <laughs> Fucking Zoolander. Okay, that's right. Yes. God damn it. Okay. That's way funnier than it should be. No, that's really good. Uh, so, um, it was that funny. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast brought to you by Molly Duker and Green Shit. Um, so, uh, what, at what point did you decide to go from model to producer? And what created that, that kind of impulse to, to go that route? It was about two years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, it was actually initially purely out of necessity. So I, I, for the first four years or so, I was traveling um, solely, and I was being hired by other producers or photographers. And people asked me, like, why don't you produce your own stuff? And to be honest, I just I couldn't envision it being successful because I just knew there were so many models. So much so, stuff out there. Exactly. And I'm like, how would I stand out? So I just kept on... Because it's you. And they're, they're <laughs> buying the videos because of you. Well, I didn't know. I, had no, I didn't really know that because I... So I, I couldn't see what people were buying on other websites. Yeah. And because it's all on the internet, I had absolutely no idea that people had any clue what the book I was. Um, it's, so, it's interesting to wrap your head around. Yeah, it, it kind of still messes so with like, my head. I'm like, really? Um, well, they're, buying, they're, buying, yeah. they're buying this because yeah. I am the only person who yeah. looks and sounds and acts the way I do. Yeah, it's kind of nutty. Um, so it was two years ago I decided to go back to school because um, I have a 
an interest in, in starting a business that is separate from this. Nice. And I didn't have the technical skills. Is, for it, al- it. is it alpaca farming? <laughs> <laughs> and when can we go? I'm actually I'm working towards being a lingerie designer. Oh. oh. Um, I was gonna so say something I'm like I'm funny, like your models. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Hell yeah. Right. Well, you definitely have your, you know, you definitely have a base to go in terms of models. And yeah. Things, yeah. Um, and oh. photographers, too. I'm yeah. yeah. Super yeah. excited. The world is your oyster. Yeah. yeah. I have a photographer I worked with who has had his stuff published in, like, Maxim and oh, all nice. that. He's like, can I shoot your first line? I'm like, fuck oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, I've been, you know, working on learning the, the technical skills for that and, you know, starting my own business. So, I couldn't travel the extent that I, I was, and I'm like, ah, oh, now I have tuition and materials to pay for, but now I'm not actually going anywhere mm-hmm. to, to make the income. Um, simultaneously, unfortunately, my health took a hit, so I couldn't travel for that reason as well. Uh, so I'm like, all right, girls gotta hustle. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, well, let me try and see if people buy my stuff. And I, I was floored. <laughs> it was fantastic. Well, you have a very, um, I mean, singular look to you like mm-hmm. I mean you're Beauty. a beautiful woman uh but you also have I mean when I first saw you like on Clues for Sale I was like there's no one that looks like this and so I, this is why it's it's selling so well because you there's no one that really looks like this like there's a lot of girls that are you know have great great physiques mm-hmm. and, and beautiful faces but you have this combination where I was like she would sell great if we I, I was like afraid to ask you to wrestle because I was afraid you're gonna be like Oh, that's just too fucking crazy. Like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> like I don't want to get hurt. You know, like, and so... I know, a lot of girls say that, yeah. They're like, I don't want to bruise that shoot tomorrow. And then they yeah. show up to my shoot, like, with, like, cane marks. <laughs> uh, but, um, but yeah, so I, I noticed that immediately. I was like, no one is even close to looking like how you look. You have a very uh, individual uh, product that you can sell. And, and that is you as a, as a person. But, like... Yeah, so I was like, you know, I told Jacqueline um, and I uh, saw you and then like later on, I remember I was showing her pictures from the FETCON and I was like, remember Andrea? And she's like, oh yeah. I'm like, I'd like to get her out here and she was all for it. She's like, she's, she's going to be great, you know, so, and obviously it has worked out and this is your second time mm-hmm. with us and you are just, I mean, easy, so easy to direct. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the whole point of what I was going to say was like, if you guys have not seen her store, go check it out. Um, and it's it's pretty it's pretty awesome, and you 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 really care about your material, Thanks. and um, you have the mindset of like I don't want to just put out, you know. I just can't. I mean, it, that kind of goes with anything. Like I I have a pretty solid work ethic, and it doesn't really matter what it is that I'm producing. I just can't do shit. Like I just can't. <laughs> <laughs> Ray's like trying to tiptoe. We have a really big mouse in here. <laughs> It's just tattooed mouse <laughs> with fucking uh, lamb. What do they call them? The, the chops across the mutton chops. Mutton yeah. chops. I was getting lamb chops. Lamb chops. Lamb chops. Manly mutton chop yes. mouse. Um, so so yeah. So that's that's another plug there from from me and from Jacqueline. And uh, I'm gonna get Sensage to work with you tomorrow. So that should be pretty epic. Um, you'll be working with a pro wrestler named Jesse Bell, who's fucking phenomenal. She's a southern gal who's who's like 
a pro wrestler, like a legit pro wrestler, but can totally act her ass off. Nice. Like, yeah. She even diminishes her southern accent somehow. Mm-hmm. Like, she'll be like, hi. And you know, I'm like, how the fuck? <laughs> but, um, but so, so you, you so start. I'm going to keep on the topic. Yeah. Uh, about your store. I'm a tangent yeah, person. Um, so I know you do a, a lot of different fetishes on your store, but like, is there one particular genre which you either love to do or like sell the best? Or, or you get asked like, to do the most. What is your like forte? Yeah. Well, I definitely have a specialty that I feel like falls under the umbrella term of um, muscle domination. Mm. That it's any kind of, usually it's, you know, kind of femdom stuff, but clearly from... Muscle worship and yeah, stuff? Like, oh, yeah, like, muscle bro, worship you, or like, you, physical... like, you flexed accidentally while you were, like, teasing your hair earlier, and I was like, oh, damn! No, 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 so yeah, I do get a lot of stuff where it's some kind of variation of that. So it's a lot of kind of the verbal humiliation is based on this belief that I can physically diminish or destroy someone. I, um, I think you can. Does, does that tie into uh, size? Does that tie into size and giantess stuff as well? Or? I've done definitely giantess stuff. Uh, for whatever reason, giantess has kind of lulled a bit mm. for me. Things ebb and flow. And scary Pranzo's yeah. fault. What was that? <laughs> scary Pranzo's yeah. fault. Somehow. <laughs> Faster. Uh. <laughs> Still love you, Gary. Yep. Don't worry. I feel um, like kindness. So that's the bulk of what you've gotten is mm-hmm. a lot of the, the muscle. Um, yeah. Well, no, because you did that. One of the things I noticed is you did a lot of workout videos. The um, Actually, the way that is, it's kind of curious. This is so curious as well. So somebody contacted me. I think they found me via Model Mayhem. They contacted me wanting to hire me to shoot these kind of exercise tutorials um, oh. for his YouTube channel. Really? Yeah. And I, what I didn't realize, it was actually the entire channel is just me. Oh my god. And yeah, it, it's curious. And so I'm like, oh, sure, why not? Is he making and money off of it? Yeah, yes. he is. And he's hiring me. And oh, But man. what I didn't anticipate is how many people would see. I know, like, I've saw videos that had, like, 40,000 wow. views. Which, awesome. Yeah, I don't know how that, I don't know how this works. This is like, but it's a mystery to me. Uh, so all of a sudden I have an influx of people being like, I saw you on I YouTube. I saw you on YouTube. Wow, that's, that's great. Yeah. That's great. Oh, my God. Um, I had, uh, I mean... It is weird. Like, I remember, I don't know if it was, I think it was Addie Juniper we were talking about. Like, she came to work for me, and then suddenly the next day she had like 600, 700. Uh, this is how old it was. She had, she's like, I had 700 new people in my mm. Yahoo group. Yahoo <laughs> group. <laughs> Back when that was the thing. Um, but, um, but yeah, that's, that's crazy. You still have them, don't you? Uh, it, it's, it's, it's like MySpace. It's just rotting away. Yeah, like I never deleted it. Like but... I never deleted it, but you can go back to look at it kind of like in a weird, sadistic way. <laughs> I don't remember any of the passwords for that stuff. It's like, it's like driving by an abandoned amusement park. You're like, yeah. oh, that's where I used to post things, and now it's fucking stupid Yikes. and broken. But, um... So, so yeah, so you're now currently, um, now would you say you're doing more modeling these days or are you doing more producing or kind of a mixture of both or? Well, I'm doing for other companies. But I mean, for, uh, no, for, um, no, the vast majority is definitely for myself for uh, because I'm not traveling as, as I used to. We feel so special. You should. <laughs> um, I'll, yeah, I, I try not, oh, oh sorry. No, oh, it's okay. Um, those muscles. Yes, yeah. can't be tamed. That was her. That was her cracking her knuckles. I know. 
Um, but uh, but yeah, so. Oh, someone left something. Oh, the fridge is open. We're being attacked by <laughs> beeping things. I'll get it. Um, so <clears throat> that so y- the thing that's great about that is is you like I said you started later than most people do and mm-hmm. you still managed to carve an each, which is right. something that we talk about a lot because a lot, a lot of people that try to come up with stores now and it's just the same for models and producers. It's harder. Because it's such a saturated market. Yeah, I was gonna say, like, was your was your store successful, like, right off the bat, like first second month? It actually, I was really surprised by. I mean, the first month or two were, yeah, um, enough that I in, that indicated worth. Like, right. Like, all right, there's something here. Yeah. Um, but every month for like six months, the the profits were increasing. That's awesome. And my customer requests were increasing to the point yeah. where all That's the wine, by the now, way. We're not doing the peeing video. <laughs> Or are Speak we? Speak for yourself. Or... <laughs> 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 to be made. Yeah, so much so that now all of the videos I produce are solely from custom. That's fucking awesome. And I honestly, what I also think it is, is the fact that I worked for other producers for four years uh, plus. So unknowingly, I, you know, kind of started cultivating a fan base. So when I first started, or even now, I'll have people mm-hmm. be like, oh, I saw you on So website, and I've been trying to find you. I'm like, get yeah. the fuck out of here. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so, the, but that that's but that's great, because that gives people a glimmer of hope. Like, if, if it's, because that's the thing, it's not, I always tell people, like, that are starting new companies, it's like, you know, it's going to take a while mm-hmm. to catch on. But your thing, you just have to make sure that you have a, a nice, Niche in terms of I don't even know how to pronounce that right. Niche or niche? I I, know, I, I actually hear niche. 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 Oh god damn! <laughs> I, say, I, say niche. I was way off. <laughs> I usually say like niche, niche. I don't know. Depends um, on the day. Yeah. Anyway, so if you carve out a Nikki, <laughs> a niche, a niche <laughs> yeah. for the French speakers. So like we have our our, our friend Rick who uh, does femwrestlingrooms.com out in Arizona. He started off as a fan of what we did and he kind of started doing like the oh well I'll do similar to what Sleeper Kid does and he did for a while but then he started branching off and it wasn't until he branched off I believe he started doing POV boxing videos mm-hmm. stuff that was a little more sexy than what we do and that's when he just that that was that little niche that he, <laughs> that he carved and and it worked out for him but like people who start off now they always ask they ask me I'm sure they ask Jackie and, and other people like how do I do how do I get started and you're like, um, just have something new to sell. Or have something that is well-produced. Or have something that has thought going into it. Don't just put your iPhone on a, on a tripod and shoot in a dark room. Yeah. And uh, you know, put a little bit of love into it. And then you can, you'll probably see people come to you. Because they'll see people that have done the other stuff that's not as good. And literally. Yeah. If you build a little tough. Did I say literally too much? No. Yeah. You said right. people will come to you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. This show's getting saucy. <laughs> All right. So, um, <laughs> uh, so it's Rachel's fault. She's sitting near me. Yeah. <laughs> it's hey. Hello. Yeah, that's a good question. So, do you do uh, like what's your rating level of the fetish you produce? Like, do you go like R rated? Do you do like solo, hardcore? What all? Like, what's the farthest you'll go in terms of videos you produce? Um, 
guess it would fall under softcore, perhaps. Softcore? Yeah. So I, I, the way I kind of define hardcore is it's aspects pink. of penetration. Oh, well, then maybe I do some hardcore. I'll do pink. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. But not like putting things in. Yeah. Like I, so I don't do penetration. I don't okay. do like sexual boy girl stuff. Like I'll have mm-hmm. a guy on. Uh, in a clip, and it's like I'm wrestling him or I'm scissoring him. Dominant so it's a domination clip, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm totally fine being submissive as well. Mm-hmm. But it's uh, not. But it's not. Yeah, it's sexual not kind of like explicitly sexual right. contact of some kind. Um, the way I, I don't do anything that requires an STD test. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you don't do girl girl at all. Well, I mean, I guess soft core soft girl girl. Oh, like making out, that would, what was groping, that? kissing, yeah. like tits up, whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to girl girl and, and sin can answer this I'm sure because that's your thing. But, uh, uh, so when it comes to girl girl, um, what where is the line where you suddenly do have to give a test? Like what what has to happen? Uh, oral fluid exchange. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so not more than just like spit exchanging, like mm-hmm. sexual fluid yeah. exchanging. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so not even oral. It has to be like tribbing and stuff like that. No, no, like, oral. Oral. Yeah, oh. you have. You have like. Well, no, yes, duh. But I meant. You know what I thought? My brain said fluids, and I didn't even think that that saliva was yeah. in the thing. Or like female ejaculate. Or yeah, okay, or there you go. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Pussy juice. Pussy juice. <laughs> this podcast brought to you by Pussy Juice. <laughs> Circle K now carries Pussy Juice. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, I'm here with that guy. And I'm on the phone. 7-Eleven, still waiting. Can I make a run? Walmart said no. But um uh so so yeah so wait so we're talking about the uh I just I, I guess level of explicitness level yeah of explicitness. yeah yeah so so yeah I do full nudity mm-hmm. I do explicit nudity like mm-hmm. open life stuff but not like oh I'm getting off like da 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 male fit no <laughs> I mean, like, I've done like forced O's with like Hitachi for oh okay, okay. Yeah, have you done any solo stuff as well yeah yeah like okay, that yeah was, like that yeah just that not like with the that. dildo like, yeah exactly oh so no, no, penetration. no penetration yeah exactly. outside stuff yeah now is that i've always wondered this when it comes to, to people who are, are doing the same kind of pattern is that something that you chose to draw the line there because of um uh, religious no, I'm <laughs> 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 no that's just the beehole so you're good <laughs> It's like, wait, how does it work when you're Jewish? <laughs> it's a hole through the what? Yeah. Uh, that is fucking great. No, Sorry. But, so, no, because I've talked to girls and they'll say like, well, I won't do insertion, a penetration. Actually, that makes Same. sense too, insertion. Um, but because um, I, in the future, I plan to to maybe run for politics. No, 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 no. Have children no. and they uh, don't want to. Although, it's okay if they see me like, you know, do yeah, it outside, like, but nothing on the inside. do some like titillating stuff, but there's not like a cucumber going inside. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I mean, the Well, just like everybody got, has different reasons. Oh, well, exactly. Like there's yeah. no rationale or rhyme or reason. Um, yeah. it's, you might just not like cucumbers. Yeah, exactly. Like it's just... <laughs> You know, and it's not. A she mo- just eats red meat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not. A, it's not a moral thing. It's not. It's well, one with you know, like I, I just didn't want to deal with getting like I'm. You don't want to deal with the the bureaucratic side of it. Well, I think well first with the you know, kind of fluid yeah, yeah testing stuff. Just want to take that risk. Like, and also, yeah. I'm I'm supposing also the what is it the eleven what the fuck is it the laws that you have to like if you do anything that's construed as pornography you have to. 
What the fuck is it? Oh, uh, two two no, five it's seven. Oh, two five seven. Yeah, oh, no, but, uh, that's not a big deal. Again, like a lot of the stuff that I do can easily fall under, yeah. you know, explicit pornography. It's, it really is just a personal, yeah, like a personal preference. I think you know, at the beginning, most of the th stuff that I did was still imagery. Most of the stuff that I did was kind of artistic still yeah. imagery. And even if it was explicit erotica, I think it took me a long time to find photographers that could do, you know, like could incorporate penetration in a way that didn't feel cliche. Um, and so uh, that's at that, interesting. Okay. so at that point in time, I just didn't want to, and I think it was, you know, when you start getting into that kind of nuance, like, it's hard to say, okay, I like the way you portray it, I like the way you shoot it, you filthy motherfucker. Like, <laughs> like, just, right. like it's the same thing, but trying to distinguish why you wouldn't do this with this guy, but you would with yeah. this guy, you know, like, that's just like a bunch of bullshit. Yeah, and it's purely <laughs> aesthetic. Right. And to be honest, I actually have broken that rule purely based on aesthetic. Right. Lines with um, erot like photographers, erotic photographers mm -hmm. who are just really like in my they're opinion, really tasteful. They're yeah. really exceptional. And it looks beautiful. Yeah, and they're it looks incredible. And, and mm -hmm. exactly. And um, and I really wanted to push my own personal boundaries in that context. Uh, but I did have instances where a photographer wants to hire me, and they went, "But, but you did it with him." And I'm like, "That's yeah. irrelevant." I'm like, "I'm telling you what my boundaries are." I'm like, "Do you really want me to get into detail as to why I won't do it with?" You like, yeah. trust me, you don't want to hear. I know. <laughs> like, I'm, don't make me say I'm, it. I'm trying to be <laughs> diplomatic here. Help yeah. me out. That yeah. actually happened with one of our models. Um, got, I'm not going to name names because um, I'll get flamed online. But like, there, there was a there was a girl that got contacted by another guy, and it's like, I want to hire you to be in a pro wrestling video. And the girl's like, Yeah, I've done that. Okay, well, what, you know, well, it's a it's you and, and a guy. And I was like, oh, all right. Well, who's the guy? Oh, it's just a guy I hire. Like, all right, well, what is he going to do? I was like, well, he's going to put you in like 16 pile drivers. No! Like, and the girl's like, well, I, no, I don't think, I, unless, I, unless I know the guy's credentials. Well, you do it for Sleeper Kid. And it became that thing of like, well, uh, well, Sleeper Kid has done those with me, but also the only other male talent I've worked with is the, the gentleman you worked with earlier today, mm -hmm. who goes by Tiny. Um, six foot nine. Tiny, and uh, and she explained that to him. She's like, "Look, I Sleeper Kid was trained. Tiny is definitely trained and has the strength to do it. Who is this guy?" And it's, oh, it's just this guy we hired. Like the guy would not give any yeah. details. It was like, so some dude that you knew is gonna just put me upside down and drop me on my head, possibly." And she was like, "No, no, 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 no." And he got all fucking like belligerent. But yeah, that's exactly the same thing. It's like you did it with this person. Why not do it with me? Yeah, I don't, I mean, at the beginning I think I engaged that more, mm. now my response is, I'm specifying my limitations, all you need to know is what I'm telling you now. Exactly. The fact that you're pushing back is an indication that I don't want to work with you at all. Damn, no, totally. exactly. um, Amen, sister. So, Damn, yeah. girl. You. Wait, drop the mic. <laughs> <laughs> but that is true, and I, we get that from, from Sin, from, from Jacqueline, from all kinds of models where they're like, the moment that you start pushing back. Oh my god, this guy on Twitter today and yesterday, he's like, why don't you do anal? It feels like you should do anal. That should be like the next <laughs> step that you take if you want to grow as a performer. <laughs> Thanks for the help. Yeah, haven't if you quite do figured this, it out. Yet. If you do this, you'll have so many people buying it. I promise yeah. you. I've, I've read a lot of books on how to better your business. Anal never <laughs> made its way. It wasn't a separate chapter. But I told them. No. I was like, and I was like, um, yeah, I physically like can't do it. So, so what? You know, 
fuck you. And he's just like, well, I think it would just be better because fans would love it more if you <laughs> did that. So let me preface this by oh saying that, that I love our fans. They're fucking awesome. And you guys, I would not be here if it wasn't for you, but there's a couple of bad apples out there. And they'll do that. They'll do oh, that. yeah, there's plenty of bad apples out there. Yeah. Tons of awesome people oh, yeah. and yeah. a lot of really shitty ones. You, my favorite thing phenomenon is you'll get that email where it's like, hey, man, uh, and it's, I always feel like it's a guy who approaches you in the street wearing a big coat, and he's just like, so I got this uh, video idea, right? Here it is. <laughs> and I'll give it to you for free. Ooh. <laughs> in exchange, I know it's going to sell so many videos, and like, oh, it's, and it's always something that's completely fucked up. I was like, Sin Sage is covered in maple syrup, and a bear walks in, and he's like, <laughs> What? It's like, yeah, everyone loves bears and maple syrup. <laughs> so I'm just going to let you have this, and you can just, like, run with it. But, like, don't expect it the next time, because, you know, next time I'm going to charge you. But, like, this time, just take the bear and take this maple syrup and fucking, like, video. And I'm just like, dude, no, you have to order a custom. <laughs> no, but I'm giving this, you, this idea for free, yes. man. Oh, thanks. I, I love that. Bear, though. I yeah. love that. I always hear them in that Matthew McConaughey Days of Confused voice, like, oh, Amen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. Hey, man. You got any anal? <laughs> <laughs> no, man. I uh, brush yeah, out. Right. <laughs> well, it'd be a lot cooler, cooler if you did. did. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay, so uh, any other questions? <laughs> Initial questions from our peanut gallery that is yeah, so... So where are you from? Uh, like Initially, yeah. I hear oh. something. I feel so... <laughs> yeah. Romanian was my first language. Oh. Um, I, can, I, I can... I can... Yeah. Yeah. I... Um, so I was born... I was born there, but I... I are you still came. fluent? Not, no, unfortunately. And it's, it's kind of a bizarre amalgam of I understand it fluently, so what happened, so I came here when I was four, and I didn't know a bit of English, and uh, grew up in New York City, and I think my, my mom was so distraught of like, how I would assimilate by not knowing the language, so she forbade anyone around me to speak in Romanian, oh, only no. English. So I was able to retain comprehension, so I understand it fluently, so much so that I remember with my grandfather, he, we would talk about politics, and mm. he would speak in Romanian. I would have to respond, unfortunately, in English, because mm. my, my language level is kind of like at a four-year-old level. Do you remember any phrases or anything? I, um, have a th I have a thing for foreign languages, like when, especially lovely women speaking, and I'm always like, <laughs> say it. He's like, so anyways, can you talk to me in Romanian? Um, talk Romanian to me. I'll say something as simple as, like, you um, I, I speak a little bit. Of That's nice. Nice. Um, it sounded almost Japanese, actually. It did. Oh, yeah. <laughs> huh. um, nice. So yeah, so I grew up in New York City, and then I decided. In the city, city? Uh, yeah, which in part? Queens, Queens for a while. Oh, so that's pretty close. Yeah. To. To Manhattan. The Manhattan. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> the big city. The big city. Well, it is still considered mm -hmm. part of New York. Yeah, it is. Yeah, shitty. Uh, shitty. <laughs> We're going into the shitty tonight, guys. There's a band there. I can only say that because I am from New York, by the way. Oh, where are you from? I was born and raised in Staten Island. All right. Staten yeah, Island. I don't understand why you're calling the shitty. And Sorry. I, and she, moved to, she moved to Long Island. I, I, Long Island. I lived in Long Island for about uh, five, six years. I lived in Brooklyn for about a year. And I went to school and worked in Manhattan. Okay. So I made my rounds. Yeah. 
Oh, she's like a four cheese dip. It's like bleep, 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 bleep. Like you're, <laughs> you are a New Yorker yeah, at that point. Yeah, all When did you leave? I left <laughs> shortly after I started dating Santiago. <laughs> so, uh, I've been with him for oh, six nice. years. I've been oh, living wow. here. Ironically enough, all it took Five was years? chloroform and some <laughs> hypnospray. Um, hey, man, I like it. <laughs> we just had a guy like did he the guy just posted wildly on 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 Facebook like you and Jacqueline Velvets is never You're gonna going lie. straight to <laughs> whatever her name is or oh, whatever her name is I'm like whatever her name is you like, got it right dude. you, you, you got just it pretty good it you even spelled it you kind of you you actually <laughs> stuck the landing in caps lock <laughs> like <laughs> Or whatever her name is. <laughs> like, I don't really pay attention. Like, that guy's pretty much... I don't really care or anything. Yeah. But, uh... But I'm trying to be a dick still. So. That's, that's <laughs> really... <laughs> yeah, that's really interesting, because, like, I grew up kind of the opposite, where my parents were, like, insisting that I keep speaking Spanish at, at, uh, in the house. Awesome. Yeah. So, oh, damn. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know what to say to that, because, like, I, I would love the idea of you being able to speak fluent. I ditto. Same. Just I'm say those, kidding. like, kindergarten words, and we will not know the difference. I know. <laughs> and it sounds awesome. You're right. like, the cat is furry. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Tell me more. The Tell me more about red. this cat. <laughs> <laughs> so, so how did you end up in Oakland? Well, I lived in the Netherlands for several years. Oh, wow. really? So I went from there to God damn it, Europe. Amsterdam. You're way more um, interesting I than I am. Right on. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, um, I lived outside of Amsterdam. Okay. And if you tell me you fought in the Gulf War, I'm just gonna leave. <laughs> <laughs> that was the first female I'm Navy not Seal. I'm 55. <laughs> Remember that Demi Moore movie? That was me. GI <laughs> Jane or something. Um, and then so I stayed there for three years. And then I'm like, hmm, I'm coming back to the States. Where shall I go? And I decided I, I wanted to try California, and I had never been. And the way I figured out San Francisco is I had a friend who I grew up with in high school who went to L.A. And I called him up, and I said, life there. Should I go? Yeah, should I go to L.A. or San Francisco? And I quote, he said, L.A. has no soul. You'll be miserable. Move to San Francisco. <laughs> so, uh, okay. Yep. Yep. And that's where I went. Yep. I can't even see my phone right now because it's covered in smog <laughs> and failure. <laughs> I think the guy who served me, who just served me breakfast used to be in that band Enough's Enough. Like that's how L.A. is. Like, yeah, L.A. is is. It. I love Los Angeles because it's people that well at the time when you lived out there mm. and people like Pete. Um, oh, I, he, won't, he won't let me use his real name. But anyway, so uh, <laughs> so guys who run other companies out there and like models I, that we're really good friends with, that's why we go to LA. Yeah. But then you'd stick around, like they would leave and you'd look around and be like, oh, it's fucking LA. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah, it's a shame. 90% of the reason we go to LA is our buddy Scotty. If you're listening, oh. Scott. You fucking rock. You're, the only re- you're not the only reason, but you're the main reason we go to Los Angeles. He'd be a good guest to do a podcast. He's coming. He's told me he's oh, coming. Oh, you got a podcast. Oh, yeah. That'd We're just going to feed him all kinds of alcohol and just put him on top of this thing. But, um, I hate shit, that. Sorry. So how do you, um, how, so you're currently living, like you said, in um, 
but right outside of San Francisco, mm-hmm. um, in Oakland. Uh, how would you compare Oakland to San Francisco, by the way? I always wondered because people always kind of have this joke about like San Francisco is this beautiful pearl, and then Oakland's kind of like. I fucking love Oakland. <laughs> I love Oakland. First of all, Oakland. I guess the way it's described is it's like the Brooklyn to Manhattan. Mm. So what you're having yeah. is an outflux of people leaving San Francisco because it's far too expensive. So now it's becoming. So yeah, you have hip. artists, you have diversity, you have, but you know, on the other side though. Then what's also happening is, I mean, it's pure gentrification. gentrification. It's also becoming very expensive to live in Oakland, yep. Yep. but not as expensive in San Francisco. But so you still have what you know. You have an art scene, you have a youth scene, you have all of that because San Francisco is no longer financially viable for most people. Really? Yeah, that makes sense for almost anyone. Yeah, like it's ridiculous. Like it's. I mean, I still need to take Jacqueline because we're gonna. I, I really wanted to see it. It is a beautiful is city. We should definitely go beautiful see it. City. Absolutely. Oh, I love Don't you just can't there. live there. Like the mortgage on this would be like a tiny eighth of what you would I, pay for. And rent. she's just talking about the table. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I, I mean, the mortgage I, on this table. It's a five hundred thousand dollar table in San Francisco. If I, uh, the first time I I came here, uh, you showed me the house, and I'm like, out of curiosity, like, how much have you paid for this? And it's just I hear that, like, I hear these prices, and I'm like, how? There yeah. is no way, yeah. no way you would get even a fra- like you couldn't get a bathroom. Yeah. This price, <laughs> and it's it's really it's really disappointing. This is um, an outhouse in San Francisco. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, no, no, this would be worth. Like eight hundred thousand million over. Yeah. Oh, um, this would be a million. Yeah. At least a million. Jesus. Um, no, because yeah. I remember I was we were driving past. Southern California or Southern California too. But yeah, I mean it, easily. This in New York, yeah. the same way. That's yeah. why everybody I know in New York, they've either moved to Brooklyn. Yeah. Or they're moving to New Jersey. Yeah. Which yeah. Is a crying shame. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, honey. You just alienated all of New Jersey. Well, I'm just gonna say, I love the people that I know in New Jersey. <laughs> but the rest of y'all can suck. I, I know. Well, it is not a good place to live. Yeah, no, I grew up partially in, in New Jersey, and I can vouch nice for that. Nice um, I mean, it's it was a nice, it was a nice, safe, mm-hmm. bucolic, you know, environment to live in. But as far as any. My definingness came from going to New York City all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, my, my, my aunt and uncle lived in this, wherever they shot the Sopranos. I forgot the name of the city. Oh, yeah. Uh, but it was like, oh, the, it was like called the Borough of Trees. I forgot the fucking name of the city Theater was. Borough? It was on the edge of, of, of New Jersey and Manhattan because you could drive to where you could see the city. Oh. But it was like trees everywhere. And it was beautiful and green and lush. And I never can remember. My aunt and uncle had a house there. We would go up to visit New York as kids, and it was so that one spot in New Jersey I thought was fucking gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, it still it was legally New Jersey, but I I don't know it just it was just so close to Manhattan or New York that it just kind of started growing trees. <laughs> I don't know, but um yeah, like you go to Newark and you're like, fuck, what's that smell? Man. That's Jersey. Yeah, it's yeah. Jersey. It's Welcome to Jersey. And uh, to our friend it's Carrie weird. Spectrum, who uh, lives in New Jersey, we love you. <laughs> yeah. We have a bunch of friends there. Way more than we love New Jersey. We love you way more than we love New Jersey. Yeah. Uh, please move to Atlanta. People make it, for sure. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so um, that, you know, so that, that's, that covers pretty much, that covers Andrea Rose's beginnings. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> She's going to go prance naked in the backyard. No, um, so now that you're in the business, now that you're actually doing what you do, like, uh, do you have any, is there a specific direction you want to go 
in terms of the future? Like, do you want to continue to do more like modeling, or do you want to just more concentrate on your, like you said, you were doing a separate business venture? Is that going to eventually kill off the the fetish stuff, or are you going to do both at the same time? Uh, for a while, I'm going to do both at the same time. Mm -hmm. I'm just my ideal situation is that the the business, the lingerie business, will gain enough financial traction that I can kind of gracefully <laughs> exit yeah. exit rather than like cling on um, and pray who's <laughs> <laughs> gonna still buy my shit. Um, so that's what my my ideal is. Mm -hmm. um, I know there's. I mean. Well, you have many, 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 many years. God, I hope so. You do. Because well, I mean, I also you do, just... especially in the world of fetish, because you, you can have... last forever. <laughs> I don't know. It's like, 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 that sounded halfway <laughs> awesome and then halfway foreboding. I know. <laughs> it was. It was like that line from like what's that book Stephen King's it was like. We all float down here. <laughs> Forever. Play with us. You'll see. <laughs> no, um, but in all seriousness, yeah, that's the uh, that's the allure of the fetish industry for me too. From the beginning, was that like you know you don't have to be some just like hot young thing, and you can just like get away with it like you actually have to care about the fetish be interested in it like understand it mm -hmm. and know it and love it and like when you have that you hit all the buttons for people and that's what they want at the end of the day like of course it helps to look a certain way and and dress a certain way um but yeah like it, it primarily thrives on you know hitting those those Niches. The niche. <laughs> <laughs> and I know, I mean, we I've worked with ladies who have been in the business for a long time and like they're still selling. Like I mean, like uh even pro wrestlers that are like in their sixties now, like are still doing videos where they're just like they just play like that role of like the older, more seasoned wrestler mm -hmm. versus the younger, you know, more like the, the jobber role or whatever and like where she you know gets her ass kicked by this lady and it sells so it's all in how you market yourself yeah. like I w w a lot of models that we talk to will say that line where it's like well once I turn X age I'm gonna stop and it's like why if you still look great and you can still perform do it you know if you still love it and I think that's the thing that I was trying to get across with that question is like is there a part of you that is gonna like let's say you your laundry business goes really well and you go okay I can abandon this but is there going to be a part of you that goes like, I kind of miss? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I know, I've said it, like, I know when I have to let go of it, it's, mm -hmm. it's going to be a struggle. Um, it's going to absolutely be a struggle. And the letting go of it is going to be mostly simply because if I need to develop a successful business, I, I need to dedicate entire focus. There, there's going to be a moment when I'm like, I can't do both mm -hmm. um, because they're both ending up mediocre. So... I'm going to have to fully transition. And it's going to be a rough one. I mean, it's, I'm not going to go gently into that. kicking <laughs> <laughs> and screaming. Um, and then I'll have these moments where I'm like, maybe I could just make a cameo. Yeah. <laughs> or you can do, like, I'm not self-producing, but if I'm doing a trip, I can work for so-and-so. Or yeah. I can work with so-and-so. By so-and-so, I mean us. <laughs> <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> So going back to your own product, because this is, uh, I'm trying to think of the questions that I ask everyone, but I also want to deviate and, and just ask random shit, because there's, I think one of the things that I love about 
how the podcast has been going is that we can just talk about anything, mm-hmm. and it's fantastic, and the wine helps. But um, <laughs> uh, oh, so out of all the so one of the things I think I asked you as well was like when you actually start delving into these different fetishes that you're doing, and this is definitely not one of those questions because I, I do get this question from other people like, well, what, which one of these things is the thing that you like? Um, or is there has there been a thing that you do and you suddenly go like this is actually pretty great like in a you know like not I'm not saying arousing but mm-hmm. like either either arousing or also like this is really fun like is there one particular fetish that you brought into the into your own productions where you're like I really want to do this because this is my particular taste or if not a new one that came in you're like I never knew that I would enjoy this but this is a lot of fun. Like, is there something that just popped and you're like, this is something I would really like to shoot just because of my own personal enjoyment? And some people have actually said no. They were like, no, no, no. Everything I shoot is, <laughs> I don't do any of this behind closed doors. Uh, I don't know if they're just afraid to admit it or they actually mean it. I actually think they mean it, yeah. but like, yeah. So is there anything that where you go like, you know, this would be kind of fun to try? Um, I thought of a couple of things, actually. One, well, what's been interesting from, I, I'm, I think part of it is getting older and the other part is when I started producing my own stuff. A lot of producers would hire me initially for damsel in distress bondage and I was clearly in a position of submission, um, which is lovely. Uh, however, the moment, I mean it is, like, and I still do that. And, it's you know, darling. And, uh, <laughs> but what I liked about the transition into being in a more dominant role is it's really active and challenging. One thing I, I've enjoyed sometimes about being submissive is like, I'll just do what you tell me. This is how it works. Like, I don't have to really like, think about it. And sometimes yeah. I kind of wish I had more of that because I'm It's like a mental, va- it's a mental or, vacation. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, mm-hmm. yep. And... <laughs> 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 They're like, uh-huh. <laughs> um, but what I like Girl. about being in the dominant role is the scenario that is being fostered and created really comes from the way I, I develop it, uh, which is, I find sometimes curious and fascinating where I'll kind of vary it and, and move. And I think part of it is also, I, I like to consider I'm super mindful and thoughtful um, and considerate of people. Like, <laughs> and there's something really quite titillating about being such a horrible, nasty cunt. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> I will say, you know, so I'll be, you know, people will want a custom where I'm just, I'm verbally humiliating the crap out of oh, someone. Oh, yes, those. And I, I have to admit, like, cameras are rolling, cameras stop, and I sit there, I'm like, I don't know how I feel about myself right now, because that came way too fucking easy. Um, <laughs> it's actually a lot, like, it's kind of fun to say shit that you would never in your entire life actually say yeah. to totally. someone. It's kind of, like, exciting. Yeah. It's like having a punching bag that you can just, just do that with your words. Just, like, just let her rip. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so what would you say you are in terms of the, like, the scale, like, a submissive slash dom? Like, which, is it, are like you more of a switch, or? personally? Like, I really think I'm a switch. I okay. think it has a lot to do with who I'm, I'm engaging. I totally awesome. Yes, that's <laughs> true. I think that's, that's very true. Like, when people ask me, like, what my fetish is, um, and this is, I jokingly say, I'm like, I'm about as vanilla as you're going to get. And really what my fetish is, is, like, I love people. I love connecting to a person. I yes. love 
the sensuality of it. I love the sound and the smell and the breath of that individual person. Um, so nice. I don't. I like to hope I don't project my own assumptions or my own self onto that person. But it's this process of kind of navigating and engaging. So I have definitely yeah. been with people where I'm like I, I've played. Um, in a dominant role, and I'm like, I totally would do that if this is something my partner wants, um, and play with that. But it doesn't. It's not. It doesn't fit with this one. It doesn't fit. It yeah. doesn't. Yeah. Like with you, I really. I, I want like, to. Be I want it. has to be the other way. Um, it's that energy. Yeah. 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 And, and that, that's the same. It's totally well, the same yeah. for me. And I felt like when I started, when I started in the business, for sure, I was like super submissive, and it was that same kind of thing. Like I don't know what to say yet. I'm just gonna <laughs> let you tell me what to do. <laughs> And then yeah. it reached a point after several years where I started, like, especially with, um, like, scenes with women and stuff, and I was like, you're not doing it yeah. the way that I want it to be done. <laughs> and I feel like if I did this to you, it'd be way better. Yeah. And I just sort of, like, shifted like that, and then and it was just more natural that way, you know? And you ended up, you ended up being in a position where you said that um, you prefer to be dominant with women. Oh yeah, so mine's a little bit more like gendered, I think, but it's it has to do with exactly what you just said, like the the person's energy. Yeah, yeah the person's yeah. energy. So I noticed, you know, like with my husband or when I've been with men, it's like I, I tend to be a little more submissive, and when I'm with girls, I tend to be more dominant or just more whatever, like yeah, on top. Have you and ever then, been with a woman that you felt submissive to? Uh, yeah, <laughs> definitely. So it, and yeah. again, that's when it becomes that sort of how how they're coming at it and then it's like I'll receive it in that way and yeah. I'm like oh shit like this is where I need to be for this you know <laughs> yeah. that makes total sense and then yeah, yeah you're right it is, it is up to the individual but yeah I, I, I identify the chemistry as, and the energy and all that I, I identify as the same way as in terms of being a switch when I you know but it's I just keep getting hard to, to, to win, so I'm just like, <laughs> I have to, and that's, that's actually, you know, what people don't think about it, when you're, you have to be dominant for video work, it's, it's harder work, mm, mm -hmm. because yeah, you have yeah. to, like, yeah, it's like, you have to do pretty much the lifting and carrying, like, you're doing this, the, especially yeah. if you're doing wrestling, uh, or an emotional you're level. carrying the story. Yeah. yeah, you have to kind of, yeah, you have to lead that person through. Yeah, exactly. You pull the whole thing, yeah. And so once, <laughs> you know, someone's like, oh, that poor girl got beat up by that, that other girl and I'm like well that other girl is the one who had to fucking make it work mm -hmm. and make sure the girl, other girl was where she needed to be for this one move wrestling wise yeah. and uh, and it works out so like today for example we did a video it's where... never good when you get both though trying to do the same thing like yeah. two steps, oh two that's jobs, bad yeah. just like clashing at the same time and then it, it's not working two dominant personalities trying I've, to out dom each other you have I've to talk about girls it. like that before and it was just like man this is not working out but like I can't figure out who's supposed to be what so I'm just gonna have them keep switching back and forth and hopefully it'll work here's a here's a here's a quick just a quick side side note so we we shot in a ring many years ago um, with okay so the custom was this beautiful tall powerful woman um, pro wrestler was to dominate this other pro wrestler that was the custom it was like there was and the guy even wrote it's like look there's not any offense at all like this this one huge powerful lady just beats the crap out of mm -hmm. this other girl the other girl was an up-and-coming pro wrestler and she was there with her boyfriend who was also a pro wrestler and so they had done all kinds of shows together and um, I showed her the script she said it was cool mm -hmm. and I said basically you're gonna get slammed around the ring she's gonna take you out of the ring she's gonna slam you into the corner and drag you back in she's gonna give you this this, this and that her boyfriend 
takes her to the side and starts whispering in her ear, looking at the script and fucking pointing at it and like you know, being very like just gesturing and stuff. And, and I was like, I just kind of noticed it out of the corner of my eye. And so I was like, oh, whatever. Maybe he just doesn't like the script. He's not in it, so whatever. <laughs> so she gets in there and I told the lady, I was like, uh, the lady that was supposed to be the dom, dominant factor, I said, okay, well just basically work her over and take her outside because he wants some outdoor action or out of the ring action. Bam, 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 bring her back in, finish her off with this move, we're done, 10 minutes. So the lady starts off. They wrap up. They start fucking wrestling, and she throws her into the corner, starts hitting her with some elbows, and then this other girl, who's supposed to be the loser, starts hitting her back. Ugh, shut and up. And hitting her back. Oh, hell no. Throwing her into the corner. And I'm filming, and at this point, I'm such a novice director that I didn't think to just cut. I was just like, yeah. you know, I kind of felt like the you know, Rick and Morty thing, like, let's see where this goes, you know? And so, <laughs> and so uh, the woman, the, the, the bigger, powerful lady, is really trying to just kind of like, do the thing that I asked her to do. Throws her outside, slams her head into the, the ring canvas, obviously not for real, but the other lady grabs her and starts slamming her head. And she's kind of selling it because she feels like the camera's on me, I should. So the other lady's not actually slamming no, her no, head in. No, she's no. just, she's oh, just but, but, but okay. she's trying to switch it up. And, yeah. and like, I, I, I'm, I'm filming and I just kind of like, lo I got lost in the action because I was like, um, well, maybe this will add some spice to the to the you know to the custom, which never ever add. Like when it comes to a specific <laughs> yeah. request like that, they don't won, do that. But they won't. If a person is going to dominate 100%, do not have yeah. that. So I didn't know that at the time, and so we finished the clip, and um, the taller, more powerful lady grabbed me, took me to the side, and was like, "What the fuck was that?" And I was like, "I, I don't know." She's like, "We told her." that she had to lose from minute one to, to minute ten, and she didn't. And I was like, I don't know, let me go talk to her. And I went to go talk to her, and she's, the lady was really nice, but she was like, want to talk to my boy? <laughs> and he said that it wouldn't be good for my career if I just did a clip where I just got beat up and it would hurt my image. And I was like, he's not even in this. I'm not paying him. Yeah. Why would his opinion impact your performance in this one customer's clip and sure enough i sent the guy the clip and he was like what the fuck was that <laughs> yeah. and yeah and and so that was one of those things where i was just like yeah. there are just some women out there and i'm not like knocking on on what they do at all but they're strictly pro doms yeah. and even if they're not that in real life it's what they Doing their, their career, persona. And, yeah, yeah, exactly. And so doing anything that would show otherwise, I could see how that would like kind of tarnish the image a little bit for for some fans. I well, know some, and we have had that happen. Sure. We have we've had um, women who identify as, as doms. Gia Primo is a good. Exp uh, I'll I'll use her name because she doesn't give a fuck. But um, a Gia Primo. She uh, better not. Yeah. <laughs> Gia Primo is is an amazing physical specimen. She's just like this ripped Italian girl who just dominated guys in, in, in mixed custom videos and stuff like that. And so when she came to my site, I said, let's do some videos where I win. And she was like into it. She was like, thank fucking God. Like I don't have to do <laughs> another video where I'm scissoring a guy for fucking 60 minutes. <laughs> oh, this reminds me of a story too though. Yeah. Like I, 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 I uh, did a video and it was a wrestling video and the girl was supposed to lose and then when she lost and she agreed to all this, when she lost, um, I would dominate her, like sex dominate her and it was with a strap on and she gets there and she's like, wait a minute, a strap on? And they're like, yeah, you agreed to this, like this is Scotty, dude, you should ask him about the story. <laughs> they're really passionate about it and we're at the shoot and all of a sudden she's like, 
no, no, I don't take the strap on ever. Oh. Like, I won't do that. And then, and then the guy's like, well, this is what the custom is. This is what he ordered. And you said it was okay. And she's like, if I do this for what? you, don't ever call me again. <laughs> like, seriously, like, fucking yeah. no. And, and so... So we had to do no. We had to do something different because oh, wow. they wanted to use. They wanted Holy to shit. use her again if they had to, and, and this it was like, like so cunty. I was like, Holy shit! For me, I think like one. I the stuff is not about ego. Like I don't exactly. Give a shit. You want me to win? I'll win. If you want me to lose, I'll lose. I don't yep. care. This God is bless me. you. Like, it's acting. It's performing. Yeah, it's acting. It's performing. Um. We've had a lot of pro doms that will say like we had one girl and like I said no no names and she's she's awesome I love her to death but initially she was one of the um, I, I call it a subclass uh, <laughs> it's the, a dom and subclass no 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 no, no. like a sub a, a subcategory of, of the dom lifestyle <laughs> which is the which is sub niche sub it was the whole bratty thing. Mm-hmm. I'm the bratty girl. I just fucking get my way. That kind of thing. And so she was just known for being this character. And like um, uh, her boyfriend was a good friend of mine. And he's like, I really love for my my girlfriend to work with you. And I'm like, sure. Oh, but she has to win every match that she's in. And I was like, well, we deal on a custom basis. So if someone wants her to lose, that's gonna make her dollar amount that she's expecting drop. Yeah, it's tough. And it is. It's, I mean, just certain girls have certain rules you need to abide by. And but by the time she have, got you here, have to, you have to respect that. Yeah. But by the time she got here, I don't know if he had spoke, he t- talked her into it or vice versa. But like, um, when she got here, she's like, okay, I'll, I'll do whatever. And, and it turns out that she had this amazing knack for selling being uh, the loser, and she yes. loved it. And yes. it, it was one of those things where she it was like, once again, I get this mental vacation from what I do day to day. You know, every day I have yeah. to trample guys and scissor yeah. them and then sit on them and like beat them up. And here's a situation where this this powerful lady is slamming me around and it's totally safe and I'm yeah. not really feeling pain, but I get to sell being submissive and it's this mental vacation. Mm-hmm. And I use that because like, everyone always says the same thing. It's a mental vacation. It's just like this emotional thing where you like I like that's why so many military guys are submissive. Mm-hmm. They fucking twenty four seven. They have to be these sergeants, and then they come home and they just want to get stepped on by a woman. You know? <laughs> Jesus down. fucking Christ! <laughs> yeah, or I mean, literally stepped on. Yeah. Like, it's like oh, traveling, yeah. you know. I know. <laughs> but uh, but yeah. So I don't know. <laughs> um, but anyway, so um, so next topic. We can think of a topic. Mm-hmm. Here. <laughs> do you have any questions from the fans? Um, actually, we usually do that in the last part of it, but we're doing pretty good. Let me see here. Um, and Andrea, do you have any questions for us? Because as a producer and as a model, I, I like to make it go back and forth between the interviewer and the interviewee. Is there anything in particular you're like, hey, so what is... So questions meaning for you yeah. and Jacqueline. And for Sin as well. Sin. Um, Who you'll work with tomorrow for sleeperkidsworld.com. <laughs> <laughs> Brought to you by. Brought to you by. Um, Green Smoke. I would actually be interested in knowing how you got to being here. Um, in terms of... Um, yeah, like how did you end up choosing 
doing fetish or doing your own content or yeah, just like your own personal trajectory. Well, we did cover this uh, in a previous podcast, but but I mean, we, we, we <laughs> can do no 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 we can, we can do the <laughs> yeah, long story. Feel, free to, feel free to fast forward. Prepare to fast forward. <laughs> fast forwarding, sir. No, um, uh, uh, I. It's a it's a long one too, but I, I'm actually going to do a podcast at some point where I just tell the whole tale and Jacqueline does as well. But like we, um, um, Jacqueline uh, was hired, or, or you did a thing where you were hired to do some stuff by what's his name, the guy who did Don, right? The guy who did what? Don. Who? <laughs> Not Don. Don. Wait. No, oh, way back. I was thinking of like fetish producers. And oh all no, 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 like, that's okay. So we don't have to go there. Okay. No, right. no, but yeah. It so. depends on how much. Let's of get the, the shortest short. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. so I'll tell you how I got in ahead. because I always wanted to. There yeah. you go. Okay. So, like, I seeked it Jack, out. And Jacqueline was hired to do some stuff, and then that person who hired her um, uh, suggested that she do go on her own, you know, okay. uh, create her own company, and she did so tremendously. And now she's... Well, I, I'll just say, um, much like you, I started out being interested in the artistic side of being in front of the camera, behind the camera, like anything that had to do with like creating something. Mm -hmm. And I I loved collaborating with people. I loved being like, oh, we have this this new like set or we have this this new lights and let's try it out and let's like play with some makeup and like just do things yeah. and, and create something beautiful and fun and that was very thrilling for me. And that's that's originally how I got started in just doing like modeling stuff. And then it eventually uh, turned into me doing fetish videos just because of, of certain models that I met in the industry and they were like oh why don't you do this and you should do that and you should work with this guy and I was like I can't do this like I'm just a model I'm not an actress and then I don't get paid to think but it's funny because like that, originally that's how my mindset was it was like I am not an actress I have no training I've never been to like acting school or anything I just <laughs> but I did it, and I loved it, and somehow I was I was really really good at it. Somehow, somehow you're just really I good. I don't know. At it. I mean, everything just mm -hmm. fell into place, and I discovered a lot about fetishes and myself through those experiences, and and from there it just it kept turning into more things and more things, and and now here I am yeah. with my own company that I've had for God. Almost ten years. A ravishingly oh. handsome fiance. And I, yeah. and I met man of my dreams. <laughs> man of my chloroformings. Yeah. Um, no, and that's that's kind of. I grew up being a wrestling fan, like uh, just fan of regular wrestling too, mm -hmm. like the old like you know Hulk Hogan stuff, and then like. Uh, Here's a funny story. I am more of a wrestling fan than. Yes. Then can I call you your real name on this? You've done it several oh. times already. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember anymore. Can I call you Sleeper Kid Santiago? <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, so yeah, I was I was a wrestling fanatic. Like I was one of those people. I guess you would call them a wrestling mark. Yeah. Where you would <laughs> like. So I went to wrestling matches that were like local. I went to WWF. I'm going to call it WWE forever. Fuck you. Yeah. WWE. Oh, I feel, yeah. Um, <laughs> back when wrestling was a thing. Um, WWE back days. when there was an F in wrestling. And I would like go online back in the dark ages of the internet when like there was really no, like there was no Google search or, or 
there wasn't even like a Yahoo like it was like geocities. <laughs> it's like all that shit was just starting, and I was on like ICQ and CompuServe and stuff, and going forums. on forums and like <laughs> finding out like wrestling scoops, and and it was ridiculous. And so News I groups. Oh man! So that was that was my big thing for a long time, and like you know, going out and like meeting wrestlers when they were in town, like doing the signed events and stuff. And oh my god! So how did that work out? Was that like one of those things where you just go to like a gymnasium and then just be like tables? And you just so like it a was, book star or something? well, they would yeah, they would they would do it. Sometimes they had like those little. <laughs> Like um like local like sports arenas okay. where like kids would play basketball or, or baseball inside. It's so like a YMCA and, kind of thing. Well, you, they wouldn't be wrestling on top of a pool, but no, 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 <laughs> I know. I'm just saying like the the, the signing. That kind of like a building or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean they were there. Sometimes they were in like hotels. I've gone to like hotels really? in Pennsylvania where like all the wrestlers would be staying too, and I'd get really creepy about it and just be like, <laughs> oh my god, I get to meet. Such and such, like in a passing like hallway. Like, oh my god! Or it was but, weird where they're like, if you want to meet Brett Michaels, come to room three fifty seven. Well, I mean, I guess it's good. Or that, ah, how you look at it, like I, I was, I was too young for any of that crazy stuff to ever happen. But my point is, is that like watching wrestling, I never ever thought in a million years like that I wanted to be wrestling. Like, I had a vision of possibly being a part of the wrestling thing was, was just, like, me coming out, like, as a manager and, like, occasionally, like, you know... Getting in the ring and getting... <laughs> yeah, like, doing all the dirty work and, like, talking shit and stuff. And and that was, like, my, my dream for a little while. But never in a million years did I think, like, yeah, I'm going to be a wrestler and I'm going to totally do all those moves. But <laughs> that's why, like, when I started actually doing wrestling, I was like, I'm not a fucking wrestling. <laughs> I am not athletic in, in but you were any so regard. Good. But it's you're but so what's good. great about it was yeah, you're, you're watching amazing. it for so long, you just like learn all muscle the Muscle memory. And, yeah. Yeah, just mentally like gaining the, the muscle. When I first shot with Jacqueline, um, she like even just like giving her like a snap mirror or like giving her a quick slam, she just knew how to sell. Nice. Like because you know when you slam someone on their back, if you're doing like a, a body slam, they it's usually so gentle you don't know to that it's supposed to be your back so they're just like uh, uh, grabbing their head and shit and i'm like no, no no this is your back so favor your back yeah. and and jacqueline just knew that because she just spent years watching pro wrestling and anybody who does that knows like if you get put into a figure four leg lock which leg to grab when they release mm-hmm. stuff like that and I, I took me a while to learn that but she just knew it because she had all this shit mm-hmm. just glued into her brain at that point and it was fantastic but with me, like I said, I was a big fan of that stuff, but not as big as, as, as she was. And then it wasn't until like I got into the LPWA and like Glow in the early 90s, which is like a big thing, that I was like, female wrestling is really sexy. Um, but I liked the idea of it being more campy, mm-hmm. more like... Then you not... saw Andy Kaufman doing it, and he was yeah. like, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you there love was... in the kitchen! I'm gonna pile drive you to your back in the kitchen again! <laughs> I haven't shot that video yet. <laughs> but no, there oh, was... Oh, did get a custom request. Was it a pile driver in the kitchen? It was kind of like that, like, you belong back in the kitchen kind of thing. And oh, like, my like, God. The, 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 like, man and then wife 
kind of quarrel. Where like, what are you doing? Am I like hitting you with like a frying pan? Like, you should learn how to cook eggs on these. Boom. Yes, like that's that. a good idea. Do you remember oh, that? Oh, that is so fucking awesome. horrifying. We never awesome. did it because mm. I didn't. I didn't want to do that. <laughs> but I know girls that will take totally take a pile driver on on this floor. Because we've done, we've done it. We've done it on the nope. floor. We did it in the grass. We did it in the, in the concrete. And the thing is, well, the thing is, your head never touches. And I, I want to give away the secret, but like it's basically has to do with where your feet plant. Oh, your head you totally don't... touches, and that's how you pass out. <laughs> <laughs> and then after that, you're done, and you can go for your pin. That's yeah. how it works in wrestling. No, right? it's working. Right. Who needs right. memories? That's a finishing move. <laughs> so after that, you're done. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> the end of that. Math is for pussies. <laughs> but uh, but no. So I ended up. Um, Creating a, I mean, just like I said, long story short, creating kind of like a fan site. The fan site became a site. God, we've been tangenting so much. No, no, that's fine. No, I, feel, but there's... I feel bad for anybody that's listening, and I apologize. They for love this shit. But um, uh, but many, the fan site turned into one of those things where people are asking me, "Will you do your own stuff?" And I just said, "Okay, I'll do it." So I, I did. I did some training, came back and did some videos, and little by little, it grew into what it is now. Um, I met Jacqueline at a fetish convention way back in the day. Is it in fact? Is it, is it fact? Yeah. yeah <laughs> there's not too many. There's not a whole lot of them out there. Well, there's this there's... one thing that happens in the hotel, like in Wisconsin, like every December. Is it a plushy thing? Like, yeah. <laughs> usually they find like ten, ten, body, ten dead bodies near like a. Oh, no. But I, I always yeah. knew about <clears throat> Santiago and his website because uh, we were actually like posting on the same message boards and, and, stuff. and so we were basically like each other's competition but not really like because you know our stuff totally different yeah our stuff is very similar but different but we have crossovers in such a sense where the the knockout finish yeah. is there that's mm-hmm. a good way to put it uh there's yeah and that that's the thing like we like i'll do stuff jack jacqueline will never shoot in the map room because her fans will go like that secret kid's room. Yeah. yeah. But I'll, that's a wrestling setting. Yeah. 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 But if I shoot stuff that's up here in our actual house, I have to make sure that it's non velvet style. Yeah. And there's not a, like, you know, 10,000, you know, there's not like a, a lot of like horror forms and like uh, ragdolling. It's more like an action based video where there's a mm-hmm. lot of like, you know, fisticuffs and, and martial arts and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we have to. Be careful not to step on each other's toes, but like that's how it's worked out. And it's, I mean, obviously you're here now, she's here now. Like it's worked out great. We get to be with you guys, so it's fantastic. Um, it's fantastic. It's fantastic. Um, so, um, what, like, I mean, obviously, if any of this is is too personal, please let me know because we we don't prepare for shit in this podcast. Um, <laughs> But so, how has this affected your your personal life uh, in terms of family, uh, friends? Is there anything that you know? Is it one of those things where like you don't really tell certain people uh, in your bloodline? Um, you know that kind of thing. Like, because I, I that's a question I get a lot. It's like you know, when you deal with this in terms of personal relationships, like family, you know, what do you say? What do you not say? Uh, well, it it's been evolutionary. Um, I think it's been a process of me just becoming comfortable in my own skin mm-hmm. um, and standing behind everything I do, having no shame about it. So um, I know at the beginning when people asked what I did, I either just flat out lied or <laughs> I would say, you know, fine art nude yeah. and I would intentionally not include 
the fetish stuff. And now the vast majority of the stuff that I do is fetish modeling. So you know, when people ask, I've gotten to a place where I'm like, if you ask, I will tell. Makes you uncomfortable, that's on you. You are probably. And you have to figure it out. Um, so I will. I don't say it in an incendiary way. I don't say it with like, I'm gonna provoke the shit out of you. It's mm -hmm. I, you ask, I tell, and I say I'm I'm a fetish model, and um, I'm also not interested in offering free masturbatory material. Mm -hmm. So if I tell people that, and and I've had that, they're like, ooh, tell me more. And I'm like, yeah. no, I'm not. This is not what this is. This is not. I'm I'm not. I'm not you know, engaging that. So it, yeah, it has, um, I don't know if the word is forced me, but it has allowed me to just become so, in, in many ways, so at ease uh, in just who I am and unapologetically so, yeah. mm -hmm. that it's actually really, like I've really, really appreciated this process. Um, so my family knows, uh, my friends know, the friends who have an issue with it are not my friends. Um, and yeah, it, it's just something I, you know, I'm, I need to be comfortable in embodying. No you remind me of myself so much. <laughs> like, the more you're talking and telling your story, I'm like, oh, my God. I love this girl. Oh, like, it's you. so much. Because I, you know. You haven't even wrestled her yet. I know. <laughs> so it's good. It's good. But, yeah. I mean, I felt the same way. It took me, like, many years to get to the point where, like, I was comfortable with it. And then I didn't care what, yeah, what, what, what my family had. thought. I didn't care what other people thought. And then I did care for a while. And I was like, but this is what I love to do. But yeah. I don't know. People don't like it. It is, like you said, like an evolution. <laughs> like sure. I turned into a Brooklyn gangster. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. People don't fucking like it. I don't like it. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Fucking. But it, I think it. in the end, it led to, like, more... Um, more pride more confidence and just like you said people ask and i'm like i'll, I'll tell them like we're all fucking adults here you know <laughs> yeah. you're being true to yourself yeah and at the end of the day like that's what you want to be and then that's who you want to have in your life are people that accept you for who you yeah. are oh yeah what you, do. you to have real solid exactly, exactly. It, like, honest like yeah mm -hmm. so when it came to the level of detail like i because like i i have to I, I i'm actually genuinely curious because like when you like when you explain to somebody who's really close to you family-wise what you do is there a level of detail where you go like, well, I do this, this, and that, but I'm not going to tell you how much of this I do. Yeah. Because I have to always juggle that with yeah. my own family as well. Uh, yeah, definitely. Like, like I'm not telling like, well, yesterday I pal drove uh, Sin Sage and... But they don't need yeah. to know all that. They don't need yeah. to know that details. Um, so my parents, it's vague um, what I do. And a lot of it is... They can know I'm in a relationship, but they don't need to know how I like to get fucked. Yeah. Yes, good job. Yes. Well done. You just slammed back my question like a tennis player. <laughs> Fucking, I didn't even see it anyone. There's a burning hole behind you. <laughs> that is so, I love that. Like, I know, they, they know I'm in a relationship, but they don't have to know how I get fucked. Yes. Yeah, I'm going to put that on a pillow. <laughs> yes. That's really good. So, yeah, I mean, you engage people differently. I mean, that's regardless of the work that you do and who you are, you engage people differently based on who they are to you. Who they are. Yes. And that's just the way this is as well. And it's weird. Like, you can be, I, I've been more open about what I do and what I like with a stranger at FetishCon than, like, my aunt. Oh, yeah. my brother or my sister yeah but that makes uh, sense and it, it makes total sense, sense. <laughs> no I can be like I, literally talking to strangers you can tell them 
anything. Yeah. And it's fantastic. But like when it comes to like, you know, your my brother going like, what'd you do today? I'm like, yeah, shot some video. <laughs> like, I'm not gonna tell them like what they were, what, what was in them or like what, what you know, what, what they had to do with. Um, but are you gonna pee, honey? Should we film it for a clip? <laughs> yep. <laughs> so uh, there's another question I bridged to uh, to send and to several people. So uh, obviously we know that there are certain things that you will not do in your in your video productions, but those are like kind of broad terms in terms of like, well, I won't do penetration. Yeah. But when it comes to the, the fetish requests, is there anything that you're like you've gotten and you're like I just do it like I just can't do it there is one thing um, that not only do I that, that I I don't basically in general I don't judge fetishes I just you no. know there are things that might make me and uncomfortable. we are not in that place of judgment yeah. at all um, you know there are things that might make me uncomfortable there are things that make me question um, but there is one there is one that I, that I unabashedly will judge the literal fuck out of <laughs> um, and what I've gotten a handful of times is Will you crush a live mouse? Will you oh, crush, uh, yeah. uh, you know, like any kind of living, yeah. you know, um, entity? Will you, you know, crush it, torture it, torment it, kill it? And I, I have such a visceral reaction to it. Like I read this and I just want to vomit and reach through and just beat the fuck out. Like so, that is really the only thing. And more often than not, I, I will ignore it. Yeah. But there are definitely times when I've, I just. I'm like in that you kind of I know, I'm in that, you know, mood where I'll respond, I'm like, not only will I not do this, but the fact that you're asking is offensive yes. um, and yes. horrifying. I'm like, do not ever feel Ooh. comfortable asking this question yeah. to anyone. So that's the only thing. Um, so when you get people and they're like, will you film yourself uh, taking a dump and then wipe it and put it in the lens, you're like, oh yeah, totally. Oh no, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't... Like there's, you know, like I'm not. Because I've gotten I'm, that. Gonna, I've gotten that. Oh yeah, no, I've got like a bad. <laughs> I'm like, I'm ask sure about, you have. Like, shit play and whatnot. Totally. And, uh, Jacqueline, and, uh, let's cancel all the shoots for tomorrow. They're not <laughs> doing. They're not, doing, go, they're not doing any of these. Yeah, no, I won't. I mean, I won't do it, but I'm not gonna. Like, I always respond with like, you know, thank you for your interest in the custom. I, I totally really appreciate it. However, but I will not my do that. Now. Yeah, I'm like, I won't do that. Good luck. Yeah, exactly. Find somebody that does. Um, <laughs> like another thing, actually. Um, so, along the lines of something that I will not do, but I don't, like, I don't respond with that kind of vitriol yeah. or judgment, right. and I actually don't have judgment. Is race play? I won't do race play. Oh, yeah, I can't at really. All. I have a um, really hard time doing it. I can't do it. I can't say the words that need to be said. I can't say the words, <laughs> but not only that, I can't, like, I've thought about it, and I can't have that visual representation of me. And uh, that's how I feel, too. Yeah, like, if I had a part, um, a partner who wanted to engage that, you know, I might, I might be open to trying within that context, within a personal context. Private um, Yeah, private. You know, and I'm, I still might not be able to. I, mean, yeah. I might still end up going, you know what, I gave this a go, I just can't actually do it. Yeah. Um, we, saw, we saw something, uh, you, you probably saw the same thing uh, last touch. Gone. I heard about it. Yeah, and I was, I was at the, uh, I think it was the meet and greet, and we were like at the very end of the meet and greet, because they had that long tunnel of, of fucking craziness. So you go to the end and there's like you know you you know you're done when you hear the the karaoke. Uh, <laughs> turn around and go. Oh man. Um, so, wait. The, my story real quick was walking through the crowd in the meet and greet, 
I saw this black guy on his hands and knees. That's it. That's the question. That's a, yeah. He was collared. And like at FetCon, it's like, oh yeah, no yeah. big deal. It's Here's a collared gentleman. Awesome. Yeah. Beautiful. And I look up at the woman and I see that she's an Asian woman and she's an Oh my gosh, I know exactly who you're talking was, about. <laughs> I work with her. Really? Oh yeah, I know exactly oh, who you're talking yeah. about. <laughs> and she's like tiny yep. and yeah. Yep. So what is she? But it was She was in her, her geisha dress and then I look back at the guy and I look back at her and I look back at the guy and I realize that he's in a slave outfit. Oh yeah, she loves it. Like, like twelve not, years, not, 12 not years slave, slave as in like submissive. Not like Britney no. Spears. Yeah. <laughs> slave for you. No, no, no there's not a snake like, around his neck. I don't know, no prop top. Like, no, <laughs> it's like tattered no, slave I, clothing. I, yeah, I just plantation like, style. I and then, to, I, yeah, I think I just made a face that so, maybe it's what they were going for, and and they. They might like it. No, they when do. You, they fucking love it. They know their, 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 you their don't. buttons, their yep. niche buttons. They, they yeah. do. <laughs> yeah. There was no way you're going to go out there and do that and get like, I wonder what the response no. will be. No, it's like, dude. Yeah, I don't, I'm not okay with that shit. Like, I mean, those, like, again, if you're in your own, you know, private But you're not going to go up to them and be like. No, but no. no. You're, you're, you know, engaging this in a private space, and this is a very, um, you know, a very, diff- I mean, difficult is you know, putting it mildly, subject matter. Mm. Um, and you're forcing other people to to see that, to engage it, to have an emotive response. And I don't, it's kind of like, I am, I'm thinking if I were to walk into a space and I would see a bunch of people in SS, you know, like, oh, and well, I won't know what yeah. is going on and I just see the SWAT, like, that. But there's would, that uniform fetish thing, you well, know. That's, that's completely different. That's a fashion statement. You know, the armbands and, you know, and kind of really engaging, you know, that play. Like, I don't want to, you know. what? That's true. I am not into that. I don't want to be And it's weird to that. So we went to. I can agree with that. So a long time ago, I went to this place in Atlanta called Phobia, which is like on the corner of like Spring Street and Fourth. Actually, they used to call it Spring Fourth because it was. Nightmares and scared. And so this was a very, like, it was adjacent to a black neighborhood. And so I'm walking out of my car. We're going to the place. It's like kind of a goth thing. And I see a couple walking next to me. And they're wearing, are you okay? What? What happened? Oh, no. Oh, no. Jacqueline's giggling. So I'm walking towards a club and there's a couple next to me and they're literally like head to toe fucking SS with with the swastika yeah. and I'm like, do you know what neighborhood you're in? Like, like, like if your ass gets jumped, I'd be okay with that. No, I literally was like, I was I was looking around the corner. I was like, I hope somebody notices this. Yeah. And there was a there was a hip hop club like maybe a block in the front. It was it wasn't it was one of those things where I was like, something's like unless you know there's a whole deal of luck on their part something bad's gonna happen and they managed to get into the club without getting jumped but part of me you're right part of me was just like you know what fuck you you yeah, walk no, around it's... downtown Atlanta in a black neighborhood wearing swastikas and you're expecting not to get jumped fuck you man like well, it's, I'm it's so also, mad just like a sense of entitlement I feel I, mm-hmm. like I said you know what you do in your own private life that's okay but then when you're bringing out publicly you're, you're forcing other people in a way that feels totally entitled and you don't acknowledge that this could be so fucking triggering 
to people. Like, and it's there's a legitimate reason why this would be so fucking triggering to people. And so I would kick your ass. But even Jacqueline said, like, well, you know, like, what if they enjoy the fashion of it? Which I think who was it that that cre- uh, who designed the, the the Nazi outfits? Uh, was it? It was. It was like was a very John Paul. Gaultier? Yeah. No. no, no. Like, he didn't exist back then. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. He was an itch in his daddy's pants. I don't know fashion. I think it was Coco so. Chanel. No. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be the twin egg. <laughs> Shit, I don't know fashion, but yeah, some famous designer. No, no, it's okay. That's why we have Google. It's probably like a famous house, like a you know the famous house of Hugo Boss. Targaryen. Oh, Hugo yes, Boss. Right. Hugo Boss. Yeah. Um. So Hugo Boss, and here's the thing that, and this is something that please don't hold me to it, but I remember I was watching when I was a kid, or not a kid, but like teenager, I was watching a war a war film, and I remember seeing like the Americans were like the, you know like the helmets and and they're just like oh America and then like the Nazis would come out with the jack boots and the black leather fucking oh, trench coats and so from that point on something switched in my head where I was like okay the Nazis were assholes and I'm glad they fucking lost and I hope they all die but they looked way oh, better I'm, you they know, looked I'm just way just better like, shit <laughs> Speaking as a Jew, like, yes, like that, step on me. Like seriously, like that. No, totally. Speaking as a Romanian Thank Jew, you. as a Romanian Jew, the, those outfits are sexy as fuck. I totally get the allure. I told. I'm not. I don't. Yeah. I'm not blind to that. And I think it is like the kind of fascistic, you know, decor. Like sexy. lots of black leather, dude, jack boots, boots, and like well tailored. And those fucking hats. With the skulls, like, like it was just like shit was well tailored, like and well fitted. It all they needed was like a cat of nine tails. I know. Fuck yeah. Yeah. No, so I totally, like I said, I totally get. And it was that German thing where it's just like, we have ways of making. <laughs> it's like, it's like, and they would smoke a cigarette with the two like pictures of. <laughs> you know, Dr. Jones. And you're like tied to a chair. Yeah, and you're like, like I won't say anything <laughs> or will I? Yeah, well, I know what I'm filming tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. So I get uh, it. Yeah. Is, is the point. I think for me, like, one, I I, I would stop <laughs> short of the, the Nazi, like the swastika. Yes, that's what I was saying. Like, so when I saw those yeah, people walking man. into the club, I'm like, why do you have to have the swastika? Yeah, exactly. Why just like, uh, look, you know what? I hate the, the Nazis, but you know what? They had fucking fashion Oh, dude, no, I get it. And these outfits are really appealing to me, so I'm going to show up in this outfit. Now, most modern kids at a hip-hop club wouldn't go like, that is a Nazi-era costume. They'd be like, yeah, it's a bunch of guys in leather. But, yeah. than, but you're fucking wearing that uh, thing. It's like, why no. would you do that? Yeah, no, 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 like, you're, you're pushing that aspect of yeah. it. I, I was at a party at my friend's house, and I had a, 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 this kid, 19 years old maybe, shows up and he's wearing one of, he's got the hat, black leather, black leather uh, trench coat, the jack boots. He's looking good. He's got the goddamn swastika and he sits next to me. And I go, excuse me. And I was really high. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, why are you wearing you that? Know what you're doing. And he just goes like, that and this is what he sounded like. He said, um, the Nazis had so much style. You just don't understand. <laughs> and I go, look, I don't want to be too presumptive, but um, are yeah. you gay? And he goes, 
Oh yeah. Oh my god, it's dude. So gay. Right. I'm like, do you realize what Nazis did to homosexuals, like and gypsies and and All the Jews? Stuff. Like, I mean, like, <laughs> you know. And he's like, oh well, you know, it's just you know, it's style. You know? And it just looks oh, so good. And I'm just like, wow. can you not wear the fucking swastika? You know, like that. Just take that it's, off and like just show up to a yeah. party. Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, that like that actual armband. Like if you were to take it off, you still got the style. Like it's yeah. like, the armband itself. <laughs> that one little piece. A make or make break it. accessory. Right. Ah, no. <laughs> I guess it's a break accessory. You should. You should have totally said. I'm like. In the I know, right? Show, I'm she like... said, before you leave your home, you have to take off one accessory, bitch. Get <laughs> 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 yeah, the memo. <laughs> So another question that I uh, we've been fielding a lot here too is also I think we we kind of covered it a little bit but like we we talked about personal fetishes but like was there anything that you grew up because th there's a big kind of separation between male and female approaches to the uh, concept of fetish and one of the biggest issues is men tend to really just flock to their own fetishes and make a spectacle of it and it turns into a thing that women at models can like kind of you know cater to but there's not a lot of women out there like, there's guys galore that will write me and be like hey man I'm really into leather I'm really into pantyhose I'm really into spandex I'm really into girls being next to her or, or girls getting slapped in the face or you know girls fucking you know driving and pedal pumping cars <laughs> but not a lot of women will come out of the, the woodwork and go like, you know what I really like? You know, I'm really into this, this, and that. So there's this weird kind of a split where like men kind of embrace their fetishes and then come out to a certain degree, you know, obviously behind closed doors or, or their computers and say, I really like this and that, but I don't get a lot of that from women. And I think... Here's the difference. Women don't have to pay for their porn. Like they can just have sex and just imagine it and get where they need to be and like so for guys but there's there are women who pay for porn like oh it, fuck yeah <laughs> but not as not as as you know large of a uh, yeah definitely as yeah. large as a group as there is for for men seeking those particular things out because if women want something they'll they'll do it and they'll get it and well it's not necessarily oh it's <laughs> coming from like a beautiful model woman. Oh, <laughs> I, I actually have a different perspective. We're doing real quick. We're doing a. I do too. Uh, we're doing a, a bit of a live stream right now, so you guys are being live streamed. Oh, shit. It's okay. It's okay. But continue. Um, I. So for me, I guess when I also think of fetish, I think of it in a maybe in a somewhat clinical sort of way, and. Mm -hmm. The very nature of fetish is the process of objectifying. Like, you need to have, like, a fetish is something specific. You need to have that specific object or act in order to achieve sexual gratification. Thank you. Thank um, you. I've, I've talked about that with people and they don't really understand the concept. Yeah, I mean, and that's kind of like, so we kind of use the term fetish really. It's very loose. Loose, loose, loose. It's like, I have a shoe fetish. Yeah. I know, you know. So, I mean. Do you have to have a pair of Manola Blahniks there when you come? Like, no, you don't. So that's, so. that's good for us that are in the industry because people use that term so loosely. Oh, yeah, of course. And it's not really like a fetish is more of like this little interesting thing that you like that's a of the norm, yeah. Like just and and that's great for us as producers and people that are in the industry because like we we 
bank on that and like we get to involve ourselves in all these little things and I'm sure not every single person that we do this for has to have those those oh, yeah, indefinitely. No. I don't think it you know for most people I don't think it, it has that kind of clinical aspect mm-hmm. but I think just if you think about the way men and women are um, are socialized in general or just kind of sexuality or socialized in general mm-hmm. so for me the way I exemplify it is you he- what you hear you know guys say like I'm a boob man, I'm a butt man, like just the very nature, or I mean to feet, like the very nature of it is you take a part of a woman Mm -hmm. um, and you kind of focus on that, whereas women, I've never really, I mean I've heard women say like, oh I like, a nice blood, or yeah I like strong shoulders, or like whatever, but more often than not women will talk about their partner as a whole entity, Mm -hmm. Um, the emotional aspect, yeah exactly, Mm -hmm. they'll look at them as like a whole body, I'm really um, into compassion. Turn me on. <laughs> I mean, it, it can also be like, I, you know, I find that dude super fucking hot, but they don't mm-hmm. piece them. Like, That's they true. It's little yeah. pieces. We, we, uh, um, men, men tend to com- com- compartmentalize. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's in some ways... There's not a lot of girls going like, I'm a ball woman. Yeah, I'm into scrotum. <laughs> Very rare. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a biggest scrotum. I'm a perineum fan. <laughs> so hey, just, we, we never know though. There might be some women out there. No, oh, no, oh, I absolutely I'm sure there are. Yeah, no, yeah. I, don't, I don't talk in That's, definitives when it comes yeah. to this kind of stuff. And I actually talk more in process of socialization rather than this is an inherent difference between mm-hmm. the two. So totally. I think because there's such a clear difference in the way men and women are socialized around virtually everything so and it's going to manifest so what do you think causes yeah. that what do you think that causes that split because i i mean is it is it just mm. like nature versus nurture versus evolution where men are more apt to compartmentalize or is it what is it because well, like, it's, it's really I mean, weird like i don't think superior there is a thing but if you th- look at just kind of the vast array of the way men and women are brought up um uh, so yeah you know or just like the visual imagery that we get from the way things are sold to us and how women's bodies are incorporated in that selling that there's a reason why you know we don't look at like the nude male body the same way as we will look at the female nude body and that doesn't come from just it's inherent um it comes from the fact that we just see the female body everywhere, selling everything. Mm-hmm. So both women and men are really comfortable looking at the female body. Like you have women who are totally comfortable around, you know, female bodies and, but you ask a dude like, oh, do you find him attractive? I'm not gay, I can't <laughs> see it. <laughs> just like all of a sudden blind. And, um, or just not finding like the male body beautiful. And, and but that's well, purely- minded what was that? <laughs> well, but not in the, like in the same way as like you. That's a really. I, I, know, I know a lot of. That's a really, a really good perspective. That can appreciate the human yeah, norm. Exactly. Well, yeah, like, but she's saying just like the the norm, like the sort of standard that's been going on for however long. You know. I don't like to associate myself with. Yeah, fuck those people. <laughs> yeah, no, of course. For I mean, sure. I, but the cool people are going to be able to be like, no, yeah. that's a good looking guy. Yeah, I can exactly. totally understand. And I'm not insecure about my sexuality, but like so many people yeah. are insecure, even if they're fucking straight. They're still a you know, straight so man weird. grew up in the South, but he still would be like, don't know homos around me, you know, because I might catch it or whatever. Like, there's a lot of that because even uh, still, they're, they're insecure about their yeah, own sexuality. It's like a process of policing. Mm hmm. Um, 
Jesus. No, that, that makes a lot of sense. Um, and, and you're right. Uh, we are flooded with the image of the female body everywhere. I mean, like, uh, you know, TV shows. I mean, Jesus Christ, we're, we're watching Game of Thrones. Mm. And, like, every two seconds, there's a vagina. Flying, I'm flying okay out. with all of that. And I'm I okay with all of it, too. But <laughs> I'm totally okay with it. Hey, Game of Thrones has their share of floppy wieners. Yeah, <laughs> but there's there is that that you're right. There, it's a male butt. But mm-hmm. I'm still thinking in terms of like Plenty female, of the female mm-hmm. versus male Tight approach there. to All developing. <laughs> 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 I know. I'm like, <laughs> I like how we've diverted. Clenching <laughs> butts. Uh, um, no, but um, uh, real, so. <laughs> All right, fans. So if you're watching this live right now, you better ask some fucking questions because Andrea. I'm actually about to go to sleep. That's actually the reason. That's why. why. Yeah, she's. she's yeah, I'm don't let her right go now. to sleep. We're asking questions. <laughs> so ask a question, or else I'm going to turn this shit off. That's going to be my ultimatum. Um, uh, my ultimatum. But um. <laughs> but yeah, like I like Jacqueline and I be watching a movie. And I'll just go like, that's a really good looking guy. I love dudes who can say that. Mm-hmm. And I, I just, it's, it's, cause it, it, it makes, like, I just go like, that's a really good looking dude, you know? And it's not a thing where it's like, are you gay? Are you straight? Or is this sexual? It's like, no, that guy is totally symmetrical. He's a good like looking guy. Jude Law. Jude Law. He is like. When he was young in that movie. We were watching. Talented Damon. Mr. Oh my yes. God. Like, Holy shit. Like, he's not real. Yeah. Like, it's insane to me. Yeah. I'm totally, yeah. Beautiful. Man. Yeah. Just so, <laughs> so Jacqueline never seen that movie, and I, I let's had, no, 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 we, we had did. never seen <laughs> it. <laughs> had, you're like, let's fucking watch it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> watch no, 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 no. So, we had never seen that movie, it, and time. so we were at, like, I think we were up at your <laughs> parents' place, and, and <laughs> I just said, time. honey, have you ever seen Talented uh, Miserable? Like, she's like, no. So I was like, let's watch it. And I hadn't seen it since I was like, since, since it first came out oh, like yeah. in the early 90s. And like, I was watching it and I was just like, Jude Law, fuck. Damn. Yeah. Holy shit. Like, it, it doesn't, it transcends gender at that point. <laughs> yeah, no, he's just. He just, like, he's a beautiful man. Yeah, I know. A specimen. Like well, it's a, actually interesting, but I realized simultaneously that I was not sexually attracted to him because he almost seemed not of this world. Like, he seemed <laughs> like something I'd want to place on a just freeze him and put him up on the wall but it's been like now that he's gotten a bit older and his like oh seeing like a bit like you know the cracks the flaws, um, yeah. the flaws all of a sudden i'm like okay he's still beautiful and like i kind of want to touch him now now i like, now i it's it. It's it. Yeah, yeah i won't break him actually i think jacqueline really enjoyed him in his latest film um well i'm biased because he was in the movie Dom Hemingway. Oh Jesus! And so, uh, I won't oh, even, you guys have I won't to even get into movie. this movie. But there is a scene where he's like, he's just out of jail. He's in a bar, partying like nobody's fucking business, and he's got some beautiful women around him. He fucking takes a shot and like he he picks up the girl over his shoulder. And like carries her off. That you like, know that he's gonna go fuck. Yeah. Like, and it was like, you fucking do what you do, I'm gonna go do this. <laughs> and I was like, oh. <laughs> God, that was. It's such a good movie. That's oh my a good one for me, and I was like, I'm a Jude Law fan. 
but once again, going back to to Townsend, Miss Ripley, I was watching it with her. We were in our bed uh, up in New York, and we're like watching. And I'm like, I'm really confused right now. That is a beautiful dude. I kind of need to question myself. And like, and I, I, I've, I mean, I am a straight man. Like, I, the idea of, of of dick and mouth doesn't appeal to me. But if if it appeals to you, fucking go for it. But like the first time I ever felt that that kind of confusion, uh, and this is going to be totally from left field. Remember the movie Stargate? No, I never saw it. Yes. Okay, so the main bad guy in that movie is this Egyptian man who looks kind of like a woman, and he was the guy who was in the Crying Game. Oh. Oh, was he the the guy that was the the woman? He was, really? yes, and he was the main oh, bad guy yeah. in Stargate. And I remember I watched that movie and I was like, oh, that's right. And I was like, who is that pretty yeah. person? Yeah, he's beautiful. And it wasn't even male or female. It was just like, who is that pretty mm-hmm. individual? Like, that is a beautiful yeah, thing that I'm looking yeah. at right now. It doesn't matter what is between its legs. Yeah. It was like, that is a beautiful thing I'm looking at. Is it their legs? Don't say <laughs> it. <laughs> it's a person. It was an alien. <laughs> Fuck you! It was an alien. It was a goddamn alien. That's the crying game was a very like uh, ahead of its time. Mm-hmm. Oh, big time! It would have been perfect yes. to like come out now. By the way, I say it because it was an alien. Time. Don't send me fucking hate mail. <laughs> but yeah, so because it was supposed to be this Egyptian guy, but it ended up being you know yeah. it was an alien. But, free like, pass. Yes, free pass. <laughs> but I felt that way. I was just like, oh my god, that's a beautiful creature. Mm-hmm. It's a beautiful person. Don't say God damn it! <laughs> it's a beautiful like, thing. That's a beautiful animal. Um, <laughs> oh, someone just wrote Stargate, dude. Confused me as a kid for sure. <laughs> nice, thank you. Thank you. I got you. That's a very confusing yeah. movie. All right, so uh, I'm doing a live question and answer session here, um, and so someone has asked of Andrea. Oh, wait. Let me see. Um, <laughs> are those mics plugged in? That's not a question, dude. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're not. Um, How are we recording this? Oh, I have a private message here. Um, what was it like to wrestle Tiny? Oh, it was awesome. So for those who don't know, Tiny is our six foot nine badass. And um, he is just... He's a monster. He is this, this amazing... But here's the thing that you don't know. And, and if you actually believe that wrestling is real, stop listening. Um, <laughs> Tiny is one of the nicest guys you'll ever meet. He's a sweetheart. Yeah. He's, a he's geek. like adorable. He's adorable. Yeah. He's, <laughs> and he just wants... Yeah. But, but he's also six foot nine, extremely powerful. And uh, he knows how to take care of his opponent um, during a match. So uh, well, how was your experience? It was phenomenal. <laughs> It was absolutely phenomenal. I had never experienced anything like that. So, you know, this is, granted I'm not tall, but I'm, I'm a stocky kind of girl. <laughs> so, and especially in this industry, I, I find myself often, you know, working with women who I think are about... You are curvaceous. Yeah. And beautiful. And, you know, and solid. Oh, yeah. But like, so I work with a lot of women who are like 95 pounds. And so... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Me too. Me too. So, you know, the, the option of, you know, people kind of you know, picking me up and me feeling confident that they're able to without herniating anything um, is, is extraordinarily rare. In fact, I've never quite experienced it. And so working with Tiny and having him just like manhandle, manhandle me, yeah. it was not like, 
I've never experienced anything like that. And I'll, there's also something really wonderful about feeling completely and utterly safe. Yes. Um, and doing all these nutty moves. It and he was hit the lights. Yeah, like he was extraordinarily. It was. It was. Yeah. I would it's do like it a again ride, in a right? Like well, a, like it's a, a ride. ride. Like you're on a roller coaster, and yeah. you know you're not gonna get hurt. It's totally safe, but it's like a really fun, like yeah. crazy ride. Like what? Yeah, because Zinn did a video with him, and pretty much the same structure <laughs> video you did. It's the same one you did with him, and, and then uh, you get the up. Yeah, that is. I was like, fucking oh, I know. I'm I was like, like wait, even... oh shit, I'm good. Yeah, like, scary. And what I actually <laughs> am learning about, you know, kind of being the jobber in these types of scenarios mm. that I'm enjoying is that it does take an aspect of physicality on on my part. Totally. So I, you know, I. You know, we discussed this at the beginning, this whole process of being a dead weight. If you're a dead weight, that's when you can seriously injure someone. Yes. Um, and so, you know, uh, having the opportunity to kind of do my part and, and not be, like, and you can't show it, um, but, like, move my body in a way that is useful or assists or yeah. is safe. Uh, I actually really like micromanaging my body like that a lot um it was it also reminded me so i grew up doing ballet and it actually oddly enough reminded me of the partner pas de deux mm -hmm. i used to do and i you know was 12 years old and i was scared and i was even at the age of 12 like i at that point in time started like packing on the muscle mass yeah um inadvertently and having these they were grown men having to pick me up was such a source of anxiety because I was working with the tiniest little anorexic girls, um, and then they had to pick me up. Yeah. <laughs> so it. You had to, yeah, you had to yeah. jump. So it was really <laughs> like that was always such a source of anxiety and insecurity, um, and I would always hesitate mid jump. I would always falter. So being able to do this with Tiny and just being like, <laughs> it was just incredible. It was one of those things where like, incredible. even if you forget the jump. Yeah, you know he's gonna get you up there anyway. Yeah, and uh, and he's such a just a gentle giant, and he's so sweet. Yeah, and like like that, and, you know. I and I saw your apprehension too. You were just like, yeah, he's not gonna be able to get me up. There. I know. I'm I'm totally convinced that I'm like the biggest ever in the world. Because <laughs> <laughs> I showed you a picture. I showed you a picture of him doing it, and you're like. That's, he's not going to do that with me. I have that's to tell nice. you I said the same exact thing. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Sin was like, uh, yeah, well, that's nice, but those girls are like, you I know. know. I totally am like, yeah. those are cute. Yeah. <laughs> that's cute. Those are adorable photos, but there's no fucking way. And like, when he yeah. got her up there, she was just like, what? Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> that is not happening yeah, right yeah. now. It was really cool. Um, okay. So another question. Uh, we're reaching the, the fan. Uh, okay. This one says, I love redheads. Please don't ever change your hair color. I have absolutely no intention to, but once I start going gray, this will be hard to hold on to. And, uh, <laughs> no, no. It'd be weird, actually. I, I mean, no, it wouldn't be weird, but like, it would be interesting to see you with like a darker shade. Maybe. I would just dye it a all silver. I, I actually have, I have a fantasy <laughs> that I will have like silver hair mm -hmm. and then this bright red at the tip. Like at oh! The oh. That's kind of how I want to go. Too. Oh, man. But no, I'm, I'm planning on holding on to this for a long gray. time. Yeah. Do it. So uh, another question is from a gentleman named um, I shouldn't name him, but his last name is Moreno. It says, "Do you do any sessions too? Do you do private sessions?" I don't, but thank you for your interest. Okay, all right, all right. 
And that's the email answer you will get. Yeah, <laughs> that is. I'm like, thank you for Yeah, it's yeah. exactly. Like, <laughs> Has that ever appealed to you, the idea of, like, doing a fantasy, like, wrestling thing where you're getting paid, like, you know, I think, I, honestly... 300 bucks an hour. It's 300 bucks an hour. Yep. That's, the, that's the industry standard, to just go in there and just kind of manhandle somebody for an hour. And most of the time, from what I understand, a lot of these guys will do, like, 30 minutes of wrestling, and then they'll do, like, 30 minutes of just shoot your shit. I have definitely considered it. Mm -hmm. um, I think it, it's kind of a, a, a handful of things. Um, one, you know, issues concerning safety. Like, I know there's ways of, of circumventing that, but I think what I'm concerned of is finding this particular class of individual. Um, I can totally take you on. You're not fucking stronger well, than me. No. And it's just like an ego thing. Yeah. And, you know, I, I'd like to hope that I'd be able to kind of you can you know, weed that out. You know, weed that out, but I don't know if I'll ever be certain, and I don't ever want to find myself like in a room by myself with someone who needs to prove something. Mm -hmm. um, and well, that's why chaperones are amazing. Um, I don't know anyone who has a life where they could just follow yeah. me. <laughs> but not only that, like, no matter like, what happens, no matter how much you vet, no matter what you do, there's always that chance. Yeah. And in a second, you can't stop anything from happening. And so, I, I mean, I'm not mad at anybody for doing it. I've done it myself. Yeah. But, but uh, you know, it's like you're going to take that risk. You have to be willing to take that risk, yeah. you know? And, and is it worth to, it to you? Yeah, and I'm willing it's to take not, that risk. Yeah. Um, and I think also part of it is just logistics right now between mm -hmm. school and designing and, you know, figuring out my, my business and modeling and producing and all of that. I just really, I mean, even if I had the interest, I can't imagine what in God's name I would do it. Yeah, yeah. that's very true. If you don't need to. Yeah. And if you don't need to, that's the yeah, actually, yeah, do that's it. the, that's, yeah, it makes sense, because if you don't need to. So, uh, someone wrote, um, what changes, if any, would make your line of work better? That's actually a really good question. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um. Mr. K. Berkshire, is his name, or Berkshire. I'm sorry if I, Berkshire. I'm sorry if I did not pronounce your name correctly. <laughs> um, um, Berkshire. Berkshire. I think, personally, I have difficulties with, uh, like, a sense of entitlement. Um, when it comes to males? Well, just, I mean, because, well, in within this context, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, most of the people who are interacting with me for customs or interest are, are guys. And these are really few and far between, but it, you know, after doing it for a couple of years, it starts kind of piling on. Um, the, you know, not paying for content, oh. you know, seeing your stuff on um, pirated sites, and just in, I think for me, what it feels like is just it feels like the work that I do and who I am is is not valued or undervalued. Um, having to legitimize, which I don't bother doing at all, but this idea that you know porn or smut or for whatever it is um, does not need to be paid for. My work does not, you know. That need is to be that is that. an issue that we all um, face yeah, here I know at this a, table right now. I yeah, think. I think that's a big issue, and I think. It's um, disheartening and it's embittering, um, unfortunately. Do you have to deal? Um, I mean, do you deal with a lot of that in terms of having to have stuff taken down and and like material where you like you have to go to I don't know Pornhub or whatever or YouTube and have stuff literally taken down for legal reasons or is that is that happening a lot? Oh yeah, I mean, I, don't, I mean I think it's relative. I think relative to some other women, I think it's a small fraction. Mm -hmm. 
Um, but it does happen, and whenever it happens, it just feels like a little yeah. Mm, because at that time. point, like they're ta- they're literally just going into your pocket and taking money out, yeah. and they're like, "Mine, haha, sorry." Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's different, like because for me, I do a lot of work for other companies, not like us little normal people, yeah. like big major companies who are doing fine. And I'm, like that doesn't like all my shits up there for that, and it doesn't bother me in the same way. I'm kind of like, well, I got paid for that. But when it's like my stuff yeah. or the stuff I've done for people like our level, I'm just like, fuck <laughs> you. Like, really, man? Yeah. I made that myself. Like, I did all the things. Yeah. And here's the worst part of it. It's they don't, it's not something, like, they're not making money from it. Some of these guys will just go on YouTube and put up your shit. They're not making any cash. No one's paying them to. to They're just like getting props. They're getting like props from other people. Yeah. Thanks, man. Like thumbs up your shit. I'm so glad you fucked the people that are producing this stuff because you know uh, this is and it make like. I try to explain it to these guys. I'm just like, guys, you we realize won't be able that to if, make it anymore. if you, yeah. yeah, if you stop mm-hmm. the, the flow of, of, of any sort of income, we can't produce new material. So why would you do this? Oh well, you know, because I got like six guys on my friends list, and they give me high fives. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, that's okay. Well, Sad. enjoy your high fives, but like, I want to continue to do this stuff, and I don't want yeah. So it's, it's a weird. Yeah, that's a really good answer to that question because it's like. God damn, like, you know, but, but then again, you're also recognized from YouTube, so it's a weird dichotomy there. Yeah, I've actually, there have definitely been, I remember finding one pirated video and then seeing all the comments underneath, and then I realized a number of, who is this? I've never seen her. What's her name? Where can I see it? Where yeah. can I? Yeah. And then there's that moment where I'm like, well, I'm gonna send a DM. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I think it's a double-edged sword. I think there's a yep. tipping point where it becomes too much, like um, where it, it starts taking away from your income and becomes less about the inadvertent marketing yeah. um, or PR for yourself. Exactly. Um, well, you guys, uh, to the fans that are watching right now, watching, good night, and we'll see you later. And you have to listen to the rest of this to listen to the rest. Bye, 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 bye. They didn't ask any questions. Like that, just that one guy asked the question. All right, so um, yeah, like I mean, to be honest, like I'm totally cut. <laughs> no, we're, we're, we're gonna wind it down. We're winding it down. We're winding it down. So yeah, that's one of the things. That's actually what's funny is that's one of the first things I remembered when you came back, and I was like, Andrea has a cutoff. Oh, dude, I turned into a woman, and this and, you, is, and I think I'm still kind of on East Coast. You're still on East Coast. That's why I'm still like upright. But no, I'm that old fucking Jewish woman. <laughs> <laughs> I get mad at like ten thirty. Oh, she's dead. Um, but uh, <laughs> no, no, no. But there was yeah, because there was there was a moment where I was like, Jack, Jacqueline wants to do a POV shoot it. What? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think that's why there was a moment where I'm like, okay, let me just because I felt but, it. But but then like, I knew. And, and it's going. We're gonna crash and burn soon. Let's get there. But I knew that. I knew that <laughs> night. I knew it was an easy shoot. So but I also knew that nine p.m. It was like something that we had to like think through everything yeah. and plan shit and then it's gonna be this whole big thing with dialogue. It was like, there's no way that can be done. Right <laughs> but also the nine PM here was like, you know, whatever, one PM in California. Uh, <laughs> six. That is uh, shh. Oh, sorry. <laughs> right. That's the math that I like to oh, Okay, yes. No, uh but yeah, it was like six six PM. So I was like you told me that last time because you're yeah. just like, Oh, I have this like pumpkin time. Oh yeah, like nine. Yeah, but I like. But if you're in Georgia, it'll be like 
11 or 12. Except so. I, was, I have spent the last like week in DC. Oh. So I'm still in this kind of weird limbo, but... So when you're actually in your own home time, what, what do you... <laughs> this makes me so not sexy. No! Uh, I... Between like 10 and 11. Oh, that's um, not bad. Yeah. That's like, yeah, that's like... Not and enough people. Yeah, time. no more people time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what? I wake up... Uh, <laughs> What's your what what's your what's your really? routine? Oh. Wait, what time? <laughs> do you have to milk cows and shit? Like No, I have class yeah. to go to. I oh. have work I need to do. I, I'm just I'm a morning I'm actually a morning person. Like I'm I when I used to have to write <laughs> academic papers, I would crash and burn and then if I would wake up at four in the morning oh. I'd be like <gasps> wow. I'd be fine. I would do the I would do the um, uh, coffee and yellow jackets. Routine. Oh, yellow jackets! Remember yellow jackets? Yes. Oh. <laughs> coffee, yellow jackets. I would be up till seven in the morning and I'll just say, like, yeah, I... Pearl Harbor from the point of view of the Japanese. <laughs> nail it and like stick the landing, and then like three weeks later, my professor's like, "You get an award." I'm like, "For what?" Uh, for staying awake. Uh, but no, so. Um, we will do our parting uh, session here because we are almost close to two hours. You did so good. Yeah, um, this was fun. So, yeah, thank you so much. Um, and and it's great because you're still like you you're you're. I would say you're you're still close to your genesis. Like you you have so many places to go with what you're doing, that I think okay, you can awesome. do another podcast in like in a year and you'll be like, oh my god, I got that one guy on the moon. And then, <laughs> you know, like yeah, I killed Donald Trump and no one knows. Uh, but anyway, so, I mean... Please tell me if you do that. <laughs> I will not record this right now. Oh, it's totally okay. <laughs> Anybody who's listening to this has the brain power to listen to a podcast, so, like, all Republicans are cut off. It's all <laughs> Shit. Because um, uh, everything else is like, oh, technology. Um, I'm just kidding, guys. If you're into... Don't worry about it. Yeah, you're good. If you're into racism, you can still listen to this. It's, it's American... Um, but uh, we uh, we're really happy to have you here. I'm actually really excited about tomorrow, even though you're only you're leaving us around four, four, four or five. Yeah, and but like we, we get to get you in with some pro wrestlers with Sin Sage yeah. for the first time. So like that's a really big thing. Like you know, it's like Sin Sage and Andre Rossu and on the same you know frame in the first, in, in, at the same time. Um, <laughs> but uh, that's gonna be awesome and. Uh, any other questions? Any last minute questions? Are we, are we good? Yes. Are we going to let her turn into a pumpkin? I think yes. we should let her turn into a pumpkin. Thank you. Yeah. All right, so ladies and gentlemen, uh, this has been, um, I think it's episode eight now yes. of uh, Wrestling with Fetish, and this has been a blast. Uh, Andrea, you are uh, awesome, and we can't wait to see where you go from here, because I honestly do think this is, that you're, you have so much left to, to kind of like fucking kill oh, out there. And, Do your uh, plugs. Yes. So, Clips for Sale. Oh, yeah, that's right. Once okay. again. Clipsforsale.com. So, it's with a four. Dot com. Forward slash 75279. Also, Andrea will be at FetishCon this year. That's true. So, if you are a producer at FetishCon and you have not booked her, she has very little space no, left. No space. Oh, there's no <laughs> space. <laughs> She's fully booked. <laughs> but if you're a fan, come say hi. Yes, please come say hi. But do you have like, your email for custom videos? Are you on Twitter? Do you oh, have Instagram? Th- you see? You see, <laughs> I love you, yeah. Okay, so the info, my email. Um, feel free to email me, especially with custom requests. 
is info at andreaRosu.com. It's R-O-S-U.com. I do have Twitter. Um, it's Andrea underscore Rosu. And I have Tumblr, which is, what is it? I think um, you're mad. Yeah. Aren't you angry at it right now because like of uh, spoilers for things? What was that? You were saying like Tumblr, like fuck Tumblr. Cause, like, no, Tumblr, <laughs> you know, you have like all, you can post all the porn in the world. It is, it's great. Mm-hmm. Like I, I posted pictures like of the girls wearing the thong guitars and I'm like, oh am I going to get like, no. they're like, no, and it's been reshared like over and over. It's like Yeah, but, uh, yeah, but we, we were, haven't looked at Tumblr. Oh, no, I know. Dude. Oh, so wait, 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 wait. So there was one question that I didn't want to. And and it keeps repeating too. Like there are always animated gifts that just like keep repeating. Oh yeah. It's like it's hypnotic. It is. Okay. So I there... have so many times been like, oh, like kind of start drooling on myself while looking at that close up. We were talking about how like Tumblr is is really, really good for. Spoiling TV shows. And stuff oh yeah, 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 yes, 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 yes. Um, but that's okay. So there is one question, and this is something that I, I wanted to ask myself too, because it really tells you a lot about a person. Um, so okay, so it says um, last question. Last question ever. <laughs> favorite movie, favorite TV oh, show, and favorite song. What's interesting is like I whenever you, I get these types of questions, mm-hmm. I completely blank out, even though I have. <laughs> I really do like I do have favorites of the or just at least one think of it this way don't don't name your absolute favorite name one of your favorite movies one of your favorite songs and one of your favorite TV shows so one of my favorite current movies well. yeah is uh, Run Lola Run or Rent nice. Lola yes. I yes. love that movie that's a really good movie and was that? She's got that bright red hair too. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Do you think that was an influence? The Tom Tyker? No, Tori Amos was an influence. Oh <laughs> man! Oh my Icicle, god! Icicle, icicle. <laughs> dude, that was my shit. I know. I'm a dude. I'm a, that was a Tori oh, Amos. Yeah, I can't I even. A... The way she rhymed on that piano. Oh. My 11 year old body felt so tingly. <laughs> Tori's anus. Yeah. All right. Um, so, okay, that was the favorite movie, favorite uh, TV show. If you uh, have any, some people don't watch TV. So. No, I do watch TV. I watch a lot of mind, what I refer to as mindless TV because I just like to check out. Is it like, um, like, like, like Kardashian stuff? Or? No, no, that's too mindless. That actually, <laughs> it actually kind of hurts. I can't, I can't zone out. So I feel like I'm losing soul time. Yeah, I, like, you know... A lot, you know, kind of Project Runway, Top Chef okay, yeah, type right. of stuff. I enjoy watching that. Yeah. Um, the, I, you know, like I love Jessica Jones from the. Yeah. Tech- oh yeah. yes. You know, I enjoy Daredevil. I yes. Really- yes. <laughs> I'm getting points. No. Um, have you just- watched Have you watched Hannibal? No. Oh I man. That's- I've been watching Penny Dreadful recently. Yes. Really yes. Good um, show. Good show. Orange is the New Black. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really like. We're gonna have to have a discussion about Penny the Dreadful Wire. Like so, for me, like my absolute one of my favorites is The Wire. Like I think that was revelatory. So I've only seen season one of that. Holy motherfucker! Like that was just revelatory. I need to watch I, more. Did you like Breaking Bad? Loved it. All right. Loved Breaking Bad. Best show. Like, yeah. Ever. Um. And so favorite movies. So that was Rent Lola. So the favorite song. Oh, that's right. Favorite song. Uh, I crisscross on Toronto yeah. on that one. So. so that has more to do with, like, I, okay, can I say favorite song, like, song, yeah. right? singer? Sure. Um, Otis Redding. Oh. I 
Well, I love Otis Redding so much, and I I realize how much I loved Otis Redding, you know, post when you know clearly I'm not that old. Um, but I remember someone, you know, I just I found out about Otis Redding, and I've already knew a number of his songs, but then I just heard all of his songs, and it's, mm. I'm weeping, and then I find out that he he died in a plane crash, mm-hmm. and uh, when he was young, and I was despondent for a while, like. This world didn't have Otis Redding for until he was like in, in his late eight. I'm literally crying. Oh, I'm I was really the same way with uh, Buddy Holly and Jeff Buckley. Oh yeah, because mm, Jeff yeah. Buckley died in a river. He went to go swim and he drowned. <laughs> and here's this guy who yeah. has the most beautiful voice in the world, and he just drowns because I he know. wanted to go swim. I know. And there's a guy who gets on a plane and he yeah. explodes. And it's like what the. I know, I was so distraught right. over that. So, ladies and gentlemen, um, <laughs> you know everything you need to know right about Andrea Rosu. It's all done. And uh, I'm so glad if you've made it to the end of this. Uh, thank you so much. Um, I want to thank Jacqueline Velvets. Uh, I want to thank Sin Sage, who uh, w- they were so gracious to, 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 mm-hmm. to hang out and shoot the shit. Um, and I hope we added... Yeah, absolutely. Oh, no, no, no. Of course. Yeah, we added and didn't take away. No, 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 no absolutely. When it's just me, it's boring. So, like, it's it's great to have people who, yeah. you know, different, different it's insights. Dynamic. But, um, so, for now, uh, wait till the next episode. Uh, Andre has to go get her beauty sleep because we have to beat her up in the morning. And um, we love you guys. And uh, good night. Thank you. Good night. Everybody good say good night. Good night. Bye-bye, guys. Bye. 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 Bye.